Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer, we can do this. What's good, y'all? This is C-Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode five of BOS Podcast here on our adjunct series, Quarantine Edition. I am here once again with my beautiful queen of everything, Tiffany Alexis. How you doing, Oh, thank you so much. You're so kind. Thank you so much. I am fantastic. I can tell. It was a beautiful Friday. Yeah? Kind of, you know. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't 17 degrees. It was just raining, but you know, it's still a beautiful Friday. I got a beer in my hand. What else could I ask for? 100%. Exactly right. So it's, uh, we're back with another live. So for those listening on the audio, this was recorded on the Friday and then we come back on the Wednesday with the audio version of this podcast. So if you ever did want to tune in and watch it as it uh, goes down in real life, you can tune in Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. So this evening, this is our second podcast now with a special guest. We did our first one last week with Nathan from Nathan Does Beer. So go check that out, episode four. Um, Something different for us. We've spoken it a bit. Not huge on Skype podcasts typically because I like the energy of being in the room and we changed BOS to uh, involve a lot of filming. It was very important for us to be there in the breweries. But, you know, these are unprecedented times. Uh, So, you know, this is kind of fun though. We get to do stuff we normally wouldn't and we get to essentially um you know uh how i say it like do whatever the hell we want to do and talk to people that you know we wouldn't always be able to get in the same room as which is very very cool yeah so uh i'm about to bring in one of our really really good friends he he has been on i forgot what episode number i think it was 153 yeah it feels kind of it was like the Ottawa when we went up to ottawa yeah um this is chris from hops and bros chris welcome sir Hey guys, how are you doing? Fantastic, my my, my 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 king and queen of Montreal. Yeah. Oh, hush, you're <laughs> oh, kind. Stop it. Hey, no man, good to see you. All right, good to see you guys. Good to see that you're all well and uh, surviving right now. We know how hard it is in Montreal uh, being out there in Gatineau. It's uh, much much safer from what I've heard, but. Yes. Uh, you guys are doing very good, as I can see. Yes, we're staying inside. Staying inside, that's, that's the trick. Behaving ourselves. Before we even get into anything and start talking, let's uh, talk about what we're drinking right now. So what do you got in your glass? It looks hazy, my bro. I'm, I'm drinking all together. Nice. It's actually my second one I'm drinking. So uh, it's the Nuttam version of the All Together. Uh, I had the Buccanada one last week. Uh, this one just got released in the local uh, beer store here in um, in Gatineau. Nice. Well, uh, if I, you, you went took there. me there. Yep, yep, yep. You took us there. Yeah, it was good. And it's uh, it's quite nice. I, I'm like they they go on the AZ IPA side of things, but it's mostly an AZ PLL on the off character side. It's very aromatic, uh, a bit of the bitterness coming through, and uh, it's fluffy. It's just it's a mouthful of fruitiness in a glass and i do love it it's uh well made again for a uh, nuctem if you uh, you add a couple of them i, I guess have, yes uh They're but great. it's and it's my my second my chaser is actually uh west coast version <laughs> of nuctem. my chaser Ooh, okay i haven't uh i've heard about that one i heard that one's pretty solid that's dope I'm excited about it. Yeah, man. That's not, that sounds great. I actually only had my first all together last night. It was the Charlevoix West Coast. They did a West Coast IPA version of it, oh. 7%. It was good. It was a little yeah, sweet. I saw that. But it was nice, yeah. It was yeah. It was like, because you expect like that pine and like the real bitterness. None of that was really yeah. present, but it was pretty good. We are drinking right now the, uh, there we go. The Is it going to kick in? 
Okay, Tiff might have to press it. There it is. This is the uh, Newark Lager. They're from Niagara on the Lake. Contract Brewer doing a Hellas. Um, pretty decent. It's a little on the, uh, I guess, opaque side for a lager. I'm not sure why. Uh, this is my second can of it. It looked like it was about the same. There we go. Taking the photos. I love it. See? That's Fellow so much, beer media. <laughs> that's how yeah. beer tubers unite. Check that right. out. Speaking of beer media, we have uh, Guillaume in the building. Shouts to Guillaume. Swaff, my bro. Beer Jedi. What's good? Oh, yeah. You know, you know Guillaume. Cheers, cheers, man. I um, can't see who's showing Oh, you up. can't see Oh, yeah. Man. You can't see anything. <laughs> Yeah, in the replay. Um, I I like being like in the middle of nowhere, not knowing what's happening, <laughs> just being on a Skype call and being and then all of a sudden, worldwide. yeah. I wonder where. Uh, I wonder if there's like another way to um, to do that so the guests can see what we're seeing in some shape or form. There has to be a way. Yes, crispy boy. Oh yeah, about the crispies had to start it off. Uh, Tiff and I have some crazy. I know Tiff, uh, Chris. We talked earlier. You had a, a couple beers that are more along the lines of what you're drinking now. We have something that's very out of uh, the ordinary for us, and it was kind of an excuse to to drink them. But they're about to be big. But we'll get to them shortly. Some big boys, yeah. right? So the big last boys. episode. Do you remember? What, do you remember what episode it was last that you were on? I guess it was like it was Aprilish last year. Oh, Tiff will check. There you go. I'm I'm the Jamie. Yeah, I don't like know if that. you guys watch uh, Joe Rogan's podcast or listen to Joe Rogan's podcast, which is just brilliant. I'm the Jamie, so I'm the one that researches the things and hangs out on the side here. It <laughs> tells us what's going on. To be like, Tiff, can you uh, pull that up real quick? Pull it up. So we did the chat. Pull that up on the TV. Right? Well, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Wish we had the TV. The TV. I know. And it was episode 135. 135. Well, I had 153, oh. so I guess I was just backwards. You were just backwards, but you're pretty. Beers in the Parliament. Yes. So we did our trip to Ottawa in April last year, and we interviewed a bunch of breweries, and we finally got you and Nate on a podcast, which was super cool. We did the spotlight on Ottawa, and that was the first time we were able to get you on, uh, which we should have done earlier, but we're just never in the same damn place. So. Oh, uh, Right. Well, now we have finally. I'm now. here for the second time, and actually on the channel at the same time. Like it's it's exciting. I I've always enjoyed doing a podcast. It's just something that uh, every time we get invited to do one, we did one with the six one three beercast, and then we did some with you, and it's just always a cool experience to kind of like get a full on conversation over like a bigger period of time than video, because usually like you do videos, I do videos. But uh, you just sit down, you do 15 minutes, 10 to 15, and then you're you're done. And now, like me being here and Max in Niagara, we both record separately and then mash them up together. Uh, it's it's completely different. It changed our workflow entirely. We mm-hmm. like trying to keep the same connection we have together while not being in front of each other. Like we stopped yeah. doing the calling thing because there was a delay. So we basically just like switched from one to each other with different parts separately it's weird but uh it turns out well and we're getting good good views out of it and good comments so uh, that's that's one cool thing that uh you need to adapt every single day when you're doing video or brew tube yeah. uh, the old school way yeah. yeah pivot or die you know you gotta you gotta always pivot yeah, you know, make it work. You guys yeah. were sort of challenged Always. with this lack of physical, uh, with, well, with a, a large physical distance. Yeah. Um, about a yeah. couple of years ago, if I'm not mistaken, when Max moved out to um, Niagara to go to brewing school. So, do you know what? Even yeah. before we get into that, maybe you should just tell. Do you want to just tell the people who haven't um, watched you or followed you on uh, either social or on YouTube just 
what Hobson Bros is, what you guys do, and then we can we'll go back just just in case, yeah, in case yeah. people don't know. Yeah, yeah, no worries. So if you've never heard about us, then we're Hobson Bros. We're a YouTube channel mainly focusing towards uh, learning, but also making beer an easier thing to learn. If you're new to the scene, then we have Craft Beer 101s where you can learn different styles. But also, we used to do a couple of beer reviews and all that, but we're really mainly focusing towards learning, speaking of history of styles, ingredients, and trying to make uh, beer entertaining at the same time, visiting breweries, doing collabs with our friends, um, basically creating media around beer for watchers around the world, really, to watch. It's great, man. I love, love, Tiff and I always talk about it. Your, uh, the Craft Beer 101s are genius. It's such a sick idea. Your most mm-hmm. popular videos are those ones because people yeah. want to know, like, what, what's your biggest ones? What is it, Goza, right? Uh, yeah, and now it's kind of like competing. What's a Goza? Ooh. It's an old video. You know how YouTube yeah. works? They kind of like I killed would. it a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's a Stout is kind of like climbing, sl- climbing slowly, coming okay. back. And what's a Pilsner is right there back. But um, nice. I think over the last year, or most popular were the ones about Ops that we did. So I think we did a Mosaic. We did a Nelson Sylvain and one Sabro that really kicked off. And I think Vike too, because it was like, right on the spike where everyone was like, what the, what the hell is Kvikis? And we were like, well, let's do a video about it. Which it's challenging. And when you get like a new trend or a new hop, a new ingredient showing up, like it takes time for us here in Canada to get it. Usually trends start somewhere else. So doing a video on Brute IPAs when, when we did our Brute IPA video, we got the first Brute IPA in Canada like three months after. Right. So we was were that doing the, bar- the video without drinking the beer. Right. Oh yeah, because you did the video. Okay. Was that the Bar Canada uh, Flora Hall collab? The um, that was the first one, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah. At least the first one on the East Coast, and it was genius the way they did it. The Guillaume. No, what's what was it called? Oh, Gerard yeah. Como. Uh, Ger- uh, Gerard Como, which yeah, is yeah. the first guy that went to court in. Uh, I think is it. It was like 20, New Brunswick, New Brunswick and Quebec border mm-hmm. by bringing too many beers back yeah. over the New Brunswick border because they were cheaper in Quebec to buy, and it was shit beers. It was like Coors yeah. or something, but he got them like cheaper. Yeah, and he won, and he won. But he and I he think that helped change. Yeah. The, so he cha- helped change the federal law. I think we've talked about this a bunch, but the fe- federally it is legal, but um, provincially it's not. I think that's the problem. From what we can yeah, tell. and it's it's still such a. Like it's in a gray zone where it's all laws that are around uh, prohibition, so super old laws geared toward prohibition are still yeah. affecting businesses. And right now, it's so it's dumb. a big issue. Like I I have a kind of the new Buck Canada one with the big speech. I don't know if you saw the label, but it's no. basically just like no artwork. Okay, it's a speech that they wrote to say that like they'd like to be able to sell beers online. And it's not just about like the situation right now, but we're in 2020. I, like I, I find it totally absurd that folks like us that are in Quebec are getting beer packages from breweries in Ontario, mm-hmm. and you can't buy it. But I can get packages, but yeah. you can't buy it. But even the like, way we get packages like- is not is under the table. Like they're not technically supposed to send it to us. 
but they know that Hobson for real? Rose. It's yeah, like media. That's why it's some. It's not transactional or something. Well, we didn't purchase it because do you know what? It's probably a gray area. That's a really good point. I didn't think of that, Tiff. It's a gray yeah. area because we, like I said, there was no there was no exchange of currency, and it's sent to um, you and us because they know that we have an Ontario. Uh, listenership or viewership or whatever yeah so that means that you know we would do the job that 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 they want but Mm -hmm. technically i still think sending beer in the mail i say you know if you and i traded beer i think technically you're not supposed to do that yeah so it probably comes under more of that and some breweries still send them through the books yeah like they they put the i don't want to call them out but you know who i'm talking about because we get this a lot of the same packages where there's specific breweries you get those (laughs) emails from canada posts so like yeah, they know, yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying you know what i'm talking about um yeah yeah you get the tracking you're like okay i'm getting a package <laughs> yeah you're like, oh okay it's from sure. Ontario, so. i i totally appreciate that i it's love that just, uh, it's i think it's a fun thought that they they put it towards it and um they've been like like i, I think we can we can name that i don't know if it's a good thing to name that let's not name them but no. uh, like yeah, they know who they are and i i like they kept everyone in a loop and they're always supporting like beer content and even though if you're just not doing a full video on it or just taking pictures they always kind of like come back and support you i think it's very fun and uh i think it's also something we talked a little bit about it it's the fact that some breweries like yes they do like we do stuff about their beers and they're not sharing it it's a little bit artful sometimes but uh like on a business standpoint, it's uh, it's free content and it's user like it's generated by the drinkers, and you, you're not sharing it after. Like it, it's a weird thing that. Um, but again, I think it's a, probably a lack of uh, marketing mindset that's not always implemented into the breweries in general. Like 100%. there's breweries doing fantastic marketing, but there's breweries that totally lack of. Uh, contact with their like social medias but also mm-hmm. just in general the way they portray themselves online it's just uh it's rough. awful sometimes yeah it can be yeah. really rough and it's funny that you say that too because user generated content is like the biggest easiest thing for any company to share one it's great because it's just like social proof so it's like hey these are all the people who are drinking it whether or not you gave it to them or not it's there right yeah and then there's yeah. the other side where it's just like content is not always easy to come by so when you get it like you capitalize on it and you're supposed to share it and like do as much as you can to like, uh, I don't know, get it out there, leverage it. So and it it's even weirder than if they send us a package and then we do a video or something on it and they don't share it. Mm-hmm. Or two, if say for us in our case, we do a podcast with them and they've had us in their brewery. They've given us, you know, shared beers with us, sometimes even food if it's a pub. And, you know, we've taken the time. They've spent three hours with us. And yeah. then we put this whole package together. We edit the audio. My brother does that. Tiff edits the video. Boom, boom. And they don't share it. And you're like, really? Yeah. So like, it's just, I think it yeah. usually just comes with somebody who doesn't. You can always tell when someone has, like, the social team. You can tell who's you good. Can tell. There's a bunch of really There's good ones. There's a bunch ones. of places. Dominion City, can, Beyond the Pill. Dominion are amazing. Beyond the Pill was like so intense. Like even when we got there, they already had like, he was like, all right, I've set up the table. I have the yeah, beers John here. It was, was amazing. That was really <laughs> And I was like, good. you can tell. There's just some people, like they have the marketing manager there and yeah. that person is like dedicated to it. But it's hard to expect yeah. a brewer owner to be to want to even do that, right? Totally. So, oh, no. That's it's why you need to have somebody there, like just be it a really enthusiastic employee who at least will do that part for you like the sharing side of things and, and leverage that 
Even um, one was an interesting one. Yeah. Nickelbrook, uh, we did a live the other night, which is one thing I want to talk about a bit later with the guy who made this thing I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. But I, I talked about Nickelbrook and they're doing this thing where, um, you know, we were talking about that craft brand thing that they're doing, where it's like the Zoom and yeah. everyone's, they're basically Nickelbrook yeah. are doing that, but public. So basically there's a pack, it's $45. You can buy a bunch of beers and then there's a Zoom link and then that's the actual head brewer is going to talk everybody through the tasty notes and you drink the beer. So, so cool. we've been promoting that for them. Wow. We talked about it in the live. They screen recorded the live and then posted the live in the stories. And I'm like, man, that is some good, oh, good shit. work. That's some good content repurposing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was very, very impressed with yeah, that. Yeah, that's dedication. Yeah, man. I was like, that's how you yeah. do it. Um, Guillaume just commented, he said, old laws like riding strong beer on a 6% beer, WTF is that, what year are we in, 1898, exactly. <laughs> Having strong beer, I never thought about that, that's a good point. Strong beer on anything above like, 6 huh, That's a patio. And I th- right? That's a, it's a patio entry question. beer. That's an entry beer. And I think when you get to 8, they have to say extra strong beer, is that right? Is it 8%? I think it's something like that, but I'm not sure. Um, because there's also like a, a change in law about like when the margin of error as a brewer, like you can allow yourself yes. uh, 0.5% over, 0.5% under. Mm-hmm. But once you get over 8%, it's 1% over and 1% under. Like it can make a big difference. Mm-hmm. And I remember I saw some breweries like serving in festivals beers with uh, markdown labels with a new... ABV on percentage it? on it. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. and like like it's not a steep increase, but like a, a good two percent more. Yeah, I've and seen like two to three percent at a beer fest. It's always beer fests where they're like, yeah, yeah you know, like whatever. It's maybe it's fourteen percent. No, <laughs> like, what do you mean with, maybe um, it's fourteen percent? The one you're talking about. <laughs> Is it the one at Chambly? Yeah. So we can say who it is. And it was, I was like, um, you're really good at... No, no, no. Let's okay, we won't say the brewery. It was one <laughs> of the like, you can really Chambly. mess people up with yeah. this. I'm like, you need to like put the... Like, you can't be going that high because everyone's judging and like... It was 11 to 15. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. 11, 11 to 15. To, it said 11 on the can and he was like, oh, no, nah, it's 15. <laughs> We're like, what the fuck, bro? Like, oh. we should not have been drinking that. Yeah, but uh, you mess people up at a beer festival. That was dangerous. <laughs> Definitely not smart. Fifteen percent. That's a four percent increase, right? Yeah. I don't think Damn. it was. I don't think it was legal. I think that was pretty. Uh, I don't. That's why we don't call them out. Actually, no. um, super, super crazy. I, I think you can't sell a beer more than than fourteen point nine. I think really in Canada, like there, that's where it. I uh, in Quebec. In Quebec, okay. because there's a. Um, Oh, of course, provincially. Uh, in uh, yeah. Madeleine has like a, a beer at 14.5%, and it's like a nice wine. That the not not an ice wine, but it's ice beer. It's whatever. It's it's fantastic. It's like a barley wine at like 14 point something. But I like it has a little label on it that says like uh, due to laws, we're forced to get the beer at that percentage. We can't get it higher or like it's it's weird because you get in another um, tax bracket and you can't call it beer. You need oh, to call it like uh, like okay. fortified malt liquor. Li- malt liquor. Oh, because it's yeah. just like it is boozy malt product. That's a good point. Interesting. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it's really strange. All these all these laws are super archaic. It's, it's super ridiculous. And that's actually kind of one of the things I want to ask you about. Like overall, how are you coping with everything? that's happening but with regard to the laws like wondering how because you're in Gatineau which is the Quebec side of Ottawa and they closed the bridge so I was yep. curious about how you were getting your beers but the first question was how are you coping with everything how are you doing because you've got a young baby as well so you've you know you're dealing with that yeah. your new father 
it, How old is she? Yeah, I had a new father. Uh, she's 11 months on Sunday. Damn. Yeah, I didn't really... That I thought flew. she was like yeah. six months, to be honest. Wow. Yeah, same. I didn't think it was that. No, no, no. Oh, my gosh, time That's crazy. So wow. It's crazy how fast it goes. But yeah, we've been coping like very good. Uh, I left work a month and a half ago. Uh, my girlfriend... Not left. I got laid off. Are you uh, a fir- is it furloughed because- or laid off? Uh, yeah, I'm laid off. I don't have a job anymore. <laughs> I, do you have a job to come back to? Yes, I have a job to come back That's to. That's furloughed. So, furloughed. I, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually in a brewery. So. Oh, no. Sorry. Oh, different- okay. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I'm changing. Tell me. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to I'm say switching. it on camera. You don't have to say it on camera. You can you can tell us off. Oh, all right. Okay. It, it's pretty much official. The brewery's not open yet, but it's a brewery opening uh, soon in Gatineau. Uh, if you heard about Saint Campbell, you told us about. It. I only know them because you told us about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I told Congrats, you guys about it. But uh, I'll be like uh, working front of house, helping marketing sides, just doing a bit of everything. It's a brewery starting, so uh, very, very happy to uh, jump into a, another cool project like that. But it's uh, it's exciting because I kind of like transition through this all situation right now but yeah it's a girlfriend's back at work she's a nurse so i have also to deal with that having an l professional in my house of course um, but are, they're also like they're like it's if if you are close to die and need to go to the hospital like it's actually not that busy here in ghetto so that's one good thing but okay. also, they take they need to take extra care on every single aspect of like wearing gloves and the full hazmat suit for every single person, changing gloves, changing masks. It's like it's a big challenge because mm. they, they are also burned out from their like their shifts of work. But after that, also taking every single extra measures to not risk being infected. It's also it plays on the. On the brain, oh, I bet. but yeah, uh, they're they they are definitely strong people. So I'm I'm not even scared about it on that end. Like from my girlfriend coming back with it, like she she she's a pro. So okay, she's not messing around. We we always laugh about it because I'm always like, burn your clothes when you come back, so you'll get new ones after. <laughs> but uh, so far, like we we've been uh, I I don't know if it's like I'm it's not a blessing, but it's. I'm spending time with my daughter, which I haven't spent that much time since she was born. Um, I'm, I'm full time with her, and then after that, I'm lucky because I have access to an home gym. So I've been working out like five days a week, two hours per session. I, I'm I'm in that shape right now, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, I was, and I'm drinking. Beer. And you're drinking beer. Hey, you're, you're balancing out, which I think we're going to touch on. But uh, I like what you said about having time with your daughter. That's something another brewer friend of ours said, which was just like, damn, I didn't have any time with my first kid at all. And now I'm actually experiencing like my like daughter and she's great. <laughs> He's like, oh, she's so cool. And I've never like had this opportunity to like hang out with them before. So it's like it's kind of ridiculous to me, though, that parents don't have that opportunity like the world has to end for people to be able to spend time ample with time kids. with their child. Like that's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So I think that says a lot for the system that we're in Yeah. because yeah, it should always be that way. If you push out something or if you have a child, you should be able to enjoy having the child. Yeah. It shouldn't be like you enjoy them when they're 19 or something. Right. So yeah. Um, yeah. I'm happy that you're experiencing that. And it's cool. Cause it seems like 
Well, there's two people. I think anyone with a kid over six, they're just having, they just want to kill themselves. But anyone with like the babies and like stuff like that are having a good time. I think it it challenges creativity on another whole level because you need to, you want to go out definitely. Uh, You guys are in an apartment building, so it's a bit more challenging, but like you need to be creative in your own space. Like uh, I've seen jokes about like I found places in my home that I've never been to and <laughs> I, I, to some extent it's it's true right yeah and um I, I dusted off my bike now I'm moving on a bicycle when I need to go somewhere else and it's like I've never used that bike in like five years now I'm using it like what what's going on and um just challenging myself into doing other stuff that I've, I would probably never have done yeah um even on video side like it, it I spoke with Max like Every single week, we're trying something different. Playing on a uh, let, let's um, be better on this. Let's upgrade on that. Let's do this and that. Of course, we don't have like, extreme budgets to spend on equipment and whatever. But um, creating better content at the same time is what we're at right now. We have all the time. Obviously, I, I have to take care of my daughter, so I have two hours per week to do that. <laughs> but uh, just sit down do some content and then uh better yourself it's a good time to reflect on yourself and be better when you come out of it not come back pissed off come back with a positive mindset about uh what happened exactly no that's great man i like that it's good that you've been able to uh, that was one of our questions was like what have you been doing to keep fit through it all i didn't know you had a full home gym that's sick what do you have i i i I actually don't have a full home gym my, uh, because when everything broke out, um, like my f- uh, girlfriend, brother, he lives like next to my place, not next to it, but like a few minutes away and he's alone. Like basically he works from home and he's alone. So it's the only contact that we have, it's with him. Okay. So it's like he's confined with us. Uh, and he's, he's like a huge CrossFit guy and he got me into it. And he has like a good basic home gym at his place. And it's all like, basically he has a rig built out of wood and we're building a new rig this weekend because we want to improve and do whatsoever. But he's like that crazy guy and he took me uh, across that. So we're doing like Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays off, Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays off. And he's, (laughs) yeah, and we're drinking beer to that and trying to kind of like keep it going. But it's... uh, (laughs) That's oh, good, man. man. It's, that's good balance. I don't I think, think that's a great It's balance. insane. You're the only person I've heard who said they're in a better shape now than they were beforehand. Everyone else is fat. Oh, God. Including <laughs> me. I, I ran out of beer, like, week one. I, I didn't really stock up on beer. Like, uh, we, you were talking about it. How do I get my beer? Like, usually I go to Dominion City. I get beers from 210 Nail and whatsoever. But I got one last order from 210 Nail, and they closed down the bridge. Right. So, yeah. I got through that order, and after that, like, my fridge is full of sours, like, very big sours and big stouts. Like, I can't drink that by myself and enjoy my steak or burgers. Yeah. I need to find new beers. So, uh, of course, like, one cool thing about it is that Buck Canada is not being overrun by mules and uh, I beer hunters. So, you can basically place an online order when they release the beers and get it straight out of the door without doing lineups. It's fantastic. Never been so happy and never been so easy for me to get access to my local brewery in a weird way. Yeah. 
So that was that's a good because one of the things that Nate and I talked about, we were and we talked about it in our group chat. We have a group chat for people who don't like we've talked about it before with Chris, Max from Hobson Bros, Nathan, myself, and Noah from Beerism. So we talk pretty much every day. And one of the things that we were talking about in there was we were uh, Wood Brothers when we did the collab, the big group collab with all of us together. Um, it's pretty hard for people to continue to get their beers because they sell out immediately. And I noticed that Masorum's the same thing. Like you just can't get it. Like you just cannot get their yep. beers right now. Like it's and it's super frustrating because now I have less less access than ever to Masorum's beers, but it's cheaper for me. I put in an order just for a few beers from Bellwoods today. Um, to get their old, the together, uh, what's it called? All together beer. Yeah. So they send it yeah. to my friend and then he sends them to me and it's cheaper for me to do that t- double shipping than it is for me to take an Uber to and from Masorum. Like it's, it's crazy. It's so ridiculous. I, I, which is comes back to the Bar Canada thing about, um, needing to ship. So speaking of that, it looks like we're going to next beers. Uh, what are you, yeah, yeah, I'm, what I'm, are you going to do? I'm rinsing right now. Rinsing. Well, whilst Chris is rinsing, yeah. let me tell you what we have. So we have – oh, we might have to tap it. So actually, we I picked these up from um, uh, Vermont recently. These were shipped to me last year. My friend in Vermont gets them. So it's from New Realm. They're a brewery in Atlanta, Georgia. They have another one in uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Uh, they did two – no, they did three special release um, beers. We had an Imperial Stout, which was phenomenal. And there's two versions. There's actually a second one we're going to be cracking after – these are a beer that I never really liked. It's a Belgian quad. Love these, um, love these styles. But this one is aged in bourbon barrels, and the other one's aged in Barbados rum barrels. This one is eleven point two percent. So we're going straight. To, uh, Damn. Straight to the big boys. We had boys. breakfast, right? Yeah, we did. We had right. breakfast, yeah, yeah. So we'll be fine. It was fine. Plus, you know, you're, you're not messing around, man. <laughs> no, we're uh, <laughs> we're going straight to the big boys, Chris. It's Friday. Right? Hey, it's Damn. Friday. Every day is really the same, but, you know, why not? Yeah, every day is the same. Same for you, I imagine. And the only reason I... Oh, yeah, the only reason I know it's Friday is because you just said it. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise it's just like, whatever. Nice. So, it looks like a quad. Ooh, you smell that? It just smells like bourbon, really. It's How intense. exciting. All right, well, I don't know. Get in ya. Cheers, Blake. Four years. I'm gonna crack mine. I forgot. Yeah, to yeah, crack it. Crack for it. my beer. Interesting. It's not, not. Oh, it smells good. It's not terrible. Nice. It doesn't even taste boozy. No, I was a bit worried about that. Let me do the photo. Real oh, quick, look at you know? that. Oh, that's yes, a nice that's the West Coast. It's great. Yeah, it smells great too. It smells good. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of spine in there. I like it. Oof. Tell me, tell me more about it, Chris. Tell me. Color is fantastic overall. Nose, like it, it's pungent on the nose. Like you get woody, piney, like uh, resin okay. kind of ant on it. But after that, like sip, it's light, it's fluffy. I get a little bit of citrus, um, a little bit of pine, but it's very subtle and it ends on like um, I always like at you know the red candies, the little red candies, mm. hard candies. What's the name? Jolly Rancho? Uh, it's like just sugar candies, but I forgot the name. It's uh, In French, it's sucre d'or. It's barley candies, I guess. Barley I don't know. I don't I'm not right. a candy person, so I'm yeah. the only one. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I kind Little of. Little right red French, candies? Yeah, and like, they do big lollipops out of them. It's just 
like a sweet candy. Okay. okay. Like there's no other flavors out of it, but it, it has like that sugar it, candy cane mm-hmm. sugar finish on it, which is very nice. Like it makes it a little bit smoother. Okay. Um, it's easy crushable for like seven percent. It's uh, could be dangerous. Could be. It could be. It's it could not fifteen percent instead seven. of eleven. <laughs> Hopefully they're being honest with what the the label says there for you. Yeah, but, uh, exactly. That sounds great. And they have a cat doing skateboard on it, which is pretty cool. Nice they so always have the cats. cats. What's the deal with all their cats on their cans? I don't know. I don't know. That's one thing I don't know about them. Mm. I don't know a lot about them. They're in Quebec City. Yeah. They opened up before I left. Um, no. Like, when I left Quebec City, they weren't open yet. So You lived in Quebec uh, City? Yeah, I lived in Quebec City for yeah. a year. No shit. Yeah. And the old part of the Quebec, like in the beautiful part. Of oh, that Quebec gorgeous City, like, part right where, down there. That's sick. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we, I was going there for university. Mm. Uh, me and my girlfriend, we lived down there for a year. And we had like one of those crazy apartments. It was like a loft with a rooftop patio. Damn. Just like, that was crazy. For like the, the rent we were paying, like it was just a crazy, wow, that- crazy cool apartment. It used to be like an old dance studio with like mirrors everywhere. Oh, sick. Uh, like a lofty style type thing. That would thing. be good. Yeah, that sounds yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah. Just full on open. Awesome. When Damn. we had people over, like they were sleeping on the couch next to us. That was a bit weird, but yeah, it, it was a nice experience. That's oh, always yeah, been my thing no with lofts. Yeah. It's like, you, then you really just don't want to have anyone over because they're just like, you're all just looking oh. at each other all the time. It's weird. Yeah, it yeah, does seem a bit strange. Exactly. Like, I love the loft lifestyle. It's just that's the main thing. It's just, like, it's not for anyone but the, like, couple or the one person or something. Yeah. It's too weird. Like, I don't want to see... You can't change or something. You always have to be in the bathroom. Or you always have to be, like, off to the side. It's just... <laughs> yeah, because bathroom's uh, yeah. the only place. I guess, I guess I'm a bit too free on that. I was just like, ah, you know what? <laughs> that was a... You yeah. gotta see everything. Your friend's there. You just change in front of them. Of... Yeah, why not? <laughs> I love that. That's uh, Quebec City is beautiful, though. I didn't know that you lived there. That's awesome. Yeah, I've only been one time, but yeah. I guess uh, the beer out there seems pretty dope. It yeah. seems like a cool, cool vibe now. It would be great to get them on the podcast. Since uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I guess you need to go outside of like the actual old part of town because it's like a very tourist part. Like it's a tourist trap Heavy. at some yeah. point. So yeah. having access to good beer, like Nuktam, you need to go outside. There's La Barberie that does good beers. Uh, but also um, uh, Emporium that just opened up like a year or two years ago. It's a brewery. Um, that they are completely like outside of gotcha. the whole like downtown area. Awesome. So it's it took them a lot of time before getting where like Montreal or even here in Gatineau where we are for Quebec City because it's like a more conservative area of the Quebec. So you get a bit more conservative people which are not always keen to go towards new things i think in my opinion so if you're from quebec city sorry about that <laughs> but that's that's my way to see quebec city but also people in quebec city they know that they're beautiful they know that they do good stuff so they have a little bit of like a big head inflating head a big oh, ego okay. Didn't know interesting that. and we only went there one time and we had like a real it was a be- the time in quebec city was dope but we had a strange experience in um trois rivieres we were we were with Scott. Oh. <laughs> um, Scott used to be my for people who are old school listeners. You guys know who Scott Beacol is, but he used to be the co-host of BOS. Um, he never liked my, like Quebec. He was one of the Torontonians who was just never like you know how there's always you know, that the rivalry. rivalry. 
I think it mostly stemmed from the sports teams, yeah. though, like because he's a passionate like Maple Leafs fan and whatever, and um, that was a yeah. big thing with Quebec and with Montreal and Toronto specifically. Sorry, yeah, when we were moving here, I don't even think he said like, "Oh, why Montreal or have fun in Montreal." He's like, "If you support the Habs, you're dead to me." <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" Of all the things, like the first thing was just so like, I've got. It's he's okay. like, "If you're right, ever right, in right, the right. Canadiens." Jersey, or if it's you over. support them, it's over. And I was like, okay, well then. Oh no, but, but you got you guys have been in Montreal for how long now? Seven years, eight years, eight years in July. Eight years, yeah. And I've been so, in Canada ten years. Hey, I, I support live. the Habs. They're the winning team. Yo, so I want team winning. Wow, <laughs> wow. She's born in Tor- like raised in Toronto. <laughs> Coming through with that. I'm on the winner's side. I've whatever. only got the Leafs jersey, so I, like I did not, I didn't team. cheat. So anyway, I, Scott was getting but, but, him to come yeah. here was a challenge. So we were, we pulled up in Trois Rivières. We were all just getting out the car to get some food, and we we're like, "Man, this place is beautiful." Because we hadn't been anywhere in Quebec at the time. This is like 2014 or 14, something. Okay. And uh, as we got out the car, we we're all talking to each other in English, and some guy riding past on a bicycle was like, "On par français au Quebec," and and Scott's like, "What did he say?" I was like, "Fuck." Yeah. And that was that ruined the whole. And it sucks because Scott walked down and was like, "This place is so beautiful." And we finally That's why I remember he him. opened the door, walked down, and was like, "This place is so beautiful." <laughs> and then some guys like, "On Paul Francais at Quebec," like, and he's like, "What do you say? What do you say?" Is something about uh, my English, and I was like, "Oh fuck," because he was already on edge about it. Uh, so like, yeah. we oh, and then he got into another altercation about someone talking shit about Toronto. Um, that was in Quebec City. Uh, on our really? way to those dorms, where we were in those dorms. Oh, in the park. Yeah, I feel like he was attracting it at that. He, point. I think he was attracting. He has had he had, he had like, big Anglo energy. Yeah, he had like bad <laughs> Quebec energy because like even sometimes my brother comes here and he doesn't always have the easy. He's always like comes back like man they wouldn't even fucking talk to me they wouldn't do. I'm like I don't know man I've lived here all this time I can barely speak French and it's fine like you just got to know how to treat yeah. them. I think people come here with that like that wall up mm-hmm. and they just don't know how to conversate. When it shit is actually supposed to be fun like it's supposed to be fun when you go somewhere it is different than and the language is different. It's like you're cute and you're shy and you just say the things and people are happy that you say bonjour and then they're like oh look at you little english speaker and then they're nice to you like that <laughs> that has been my experience for eight yeah. years straight and like yeah obviously we're better in french now like maybe it's more obvious that we live here but still like it's maybe. never been a, a negative i've never had a negative experience not like that no no anyway that was just a side note it's hey, always much is perfect for that yeah and yeah. that's all that's also the thing though we're in like the place for it so. Yeah, Montreal's been pretty chill yeah. for the most part. Um, and I feel like the best people are the beer folks because, like, there's been so many people who have come on the podcast who can barely speak English. And they've gone out of their way to accommodate us and speak English because they want to reach this Anglophone audience. Um, you know, even when yeah. they're struggling, they're always apologizing. Like, no, it's okay. Don't worry, man. I appreciate it. It's very, very cool. I feel like the Quebec folks are the sweetest about that. They've just been really kind and... um they made us feel more welcome. I feel like the more we're around them, the more I'm like, oh, that's a so, wow. And like they enjoy it. And I start to listen to them talk and pick up some of the stuff again, understanding shit. It's, it's quite fascinating. Yeah. I like it. I like yeah. it. The big guys are good. And if you make it enjoyable on your end and you're enjoying it, then it reflects very well. Uh, like you don't look at an ass that doesn't want to work or try to understand uh, or yeah. to just try in general. And I think that's what insults people the most is not trying, just kind of like creating that facade or that barrier that mm-hmm. I oh no no I don't speak French so like no just yeah. don't talk to me it, it just 
and this really like fuss people out like yeah. I, I i worked with public in um quebec city and it's like a big french forward place it's conservative over there right, right. and having to speak with tourists and all everywhere like they they were always always like i got my I, I got a good english so it was easy for me to talk with those people but they were like very very happy that i was able to adapt myself to what the language they were speaking to make it easier for them to understand and to after that get good tips and good conversations to where to go and not fall into tourist traps and whatsoever so i think being kind to where you're visiting even though it's not your main language it, it pays off like very good in the end process yeah i agree yeah. for sure no it's super key uh, particularly a place like this i mean you're in probably the best place i would argue because you guys are right on the the like you've got more french speaking anglophones than probably anywhere else in the country because of ottawa so there's a ton of people yeah. who are bilingual there because of the the government stuff so both sides are pretty comfortable and everyone like you know you're a francophone who speaks perfect english nate is an uh, anglophone who i don't know what his french is like but i think it's pretty i never heard him speak it but i think it's like oh, yeah. he has a, he has a very good french he took french lessons and his uh, wife is uh, main speaking right? French mm-hmm. oh, is from, she? from Lac Saint-Jean. Yeah, he told us. So it's like... Yeah. She was actually like Quebecois. Right, right. She's like total... Okay, cool. So yeah. then like it sort of makes it easier for him because he's mm-hmm. got... His yeah, wife she's there. from Blueberry Country. <laughs> blueberry Country? <laughs> like where, where the blueberry grows. Like, I didn't know that. I didn't know they crazy. grew in like, uh, Lac Saint-Jean. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I heard they're like big, like this big. They can do a whole pie with blueberries over Ooh. there. Is that true? Really? Are you lying to no. us? Are you lying to us? <laughs> I was like, don't they're, lie to me. They're, they're small. Because I was like, we go to like, all these uh, farmers markets. I've never seen those blueberries that you speak of. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. That's awesome. I had no idea that you love that. That's great. I love that. No, it's very, yeah. very cool. Um, I'm trying to see if we can just keep talking shit. I'm just checking to see if the different stuff we're talking about. Talking shit um, is always a great time. Yeah. One of the, the other things I want, like how, as far as like your YouTube stuff, like how has that been going as far as like, I'm more like, are you growing? Are you posting more? Oh, are yeah. you like, you know, how is that? What are the patterns you're noticing during this time? Because even like, say with us, we've found that we've done more initially. We've never really been, we've never been live on YouTube now. Now this is our fifth week in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Doing these podcasts just for the hell of it. Series. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Crazy. And we even went live on high season, our other channel um, recently, which was really cool. Um, we've been doing the Instagram lives from BOS. We, I feel like we've been producing more content overall and the, the, everything is growing. All the numbers are up. Sometimes the live numbers are hit or yeah. miss, but I think people are kind of over lives. To be honest, I'm over lives. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't not even really performing watch live, but watching it is just like there's too many. It was like too, too. Many. Yeah, this live for us is more to get a video for these like side podcasts. Otherwise, mm. we wouldn't really do a video yep. section. So it was like, hey, let's just go live. We don't have to edit it. We can still make it good. We do a thumbnail and we do all the all the bits mm-hmm. for it. So it's in our YouTube, and you can people can still watch it. And now they yeah, can hear exactly. the whole episode, just leave it in the background like we would with Joe Rogan or Joe Biden. That's why I wanted to do it was specifically so that there could be a video component because there were still the people who were watching the video podcast over the actual audio. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure that they have that. And yeah. it's actually really fun from um, an engagement perspective, like actually speaking to people is so yeah. cool, like talking to the community. Um, oh, I drink fast. You know how this goes. Uh, um, I love that aspect. I think that's yeah. super cool. 
Um, it's just like as on the consumer side or on the, like the audience side, there's just too many lies to choose from, and then you get decision fatigue and you just bail altogether yeah. or something, you know. So yeah, it's yeah. quite a lot. So anyway, that was just a house experience. How's yours experience been over this time, bro? Yeah, um, we just kept going. It felt weird. Like the first week that everything was happening, it felt weird doing a video at all. Yeah, like it wasn't when ev- like with the first week that it really felt like. Oh, should, should we just, like, should we do a video or should we not? Like, should we focus on maybe not crashing onto internet and do a video and when people are not really in the mood to watch videos? I was kind of, like, skeptic but also scared. Like, are people going to watch us? Are, are they going to steer away from it? Are they going to steer away from internet at all? Mm-hmm, Obviously yeah. not. Everyone's on internet right now. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Max just told me, like, we're doing entertainment, so if we can get uh, that thing off everyone's mind and just do a video on something else, then let's do it. So we, do, right. we did that, and we, for the full month, like, we were, like, 30% more views, more ev- watch time, more everything, which is very yeah, good. And yeah. also, like, we're getting, like, a constant flow of new subscribers. So for me, it's all, like, it's better than uh february so so far it's a win situation for me uh we didn't jump into making more content like doing lives we we did that back in the day um the main reason is that we're not in the same room we're like on a longer distance uh we tried to uh, play on new projects we were talking about maybe doing a french uh french content um specific for people because we're in quebec and also max has a french connection in like he's a franco-ontarian so we wanted to do that uh, okay just... i dig that <laughs> yeah, yeah it's it's it, it so max is a franco-ontarian so right. it's is his roots are right there so for us it was it's still important to create french content it's just um the like timing is not right for us right now it's hard to just sit down and create kind of we we wanted to go with something more like a podcast with video but only in french because it's kind of like a niche right now it's not existent yeah there's not a lot out there but uh doing that like it's uh it's challenging it's not something that um i thought it was easy yeah (laughs) but then i I went through like the whole audio thing and tried to record something live from what we were doing uh, just me and him, and it turned out like shit the two oh, times we tried it. So a, a good hour and a half of time just <laughs> lost over there. So yeah. um, when you do something good, uh, try to improve that. So that's what we've been doing uh, with Crafter 101. It's just, uh, we also were lucky to uh, get um, a sponsorship uh, in at the same time, which timing was yeah, a, a bit weird, but for them, yeah, um, they... it's a homebrew shop. And they do beer like beer equipment online for them. It's been like one of the craziest time of the year. So having to just merge everything, uh, all that together for us, it's a first partnership. Uh, So we were learning every single bits of pieces, trying to uh, just give the best that we can give to our viewers at the same time. Right. Yeah. Okay, no, that's very cool. And uh, so they're actually seeing more sales happen as a result of this period. Are they consumer focused yeah. or are they um, like brewery focused? Like, is it brewing equipment right? I, or is I it think consumer? It's, I think it's consumer. Like, cool. they're a bit more like they. Some breweries order 
specialty ops out of uh, homebrew shops when they need a fast turnaround because if you don't have access to specialty ops uh, straight out of the brewery with the contract then you need to turn to like retailers for it um but from what i've heard like what they told us like they're going through like uh homebrewing setups like I was thinking it's so Chips. cool because there like, could be a bunch of people who are excited and want to brew from home now because they're like, fuck, well, yeah. I can't go out as often and get beer now, so it's like a fun project to pick up. That's yeah. great. Cool. Yeah, I like That's that. Great for and them. it's easy. Like, if, if you get, like, a good – if you have already a good kettle, then getting a little grain set up at home and do it, it's it's easy, easy doable. And I remember when I was in Montreal, I had, like, a one – is it a two-liter? Yeah, a two-liter homebrew setup. It was super small. Super tiny, it's huh? uh, I, what's the name? Brooklyn Brew Shop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you guys saw it. Like they have, they have very cool marketing, but mm, basically yeah. it's a little box and you get like a full ring setup in one eighty dollar box. And it's from the Brooklyn yeah. Brewery. Beer turned out yeah. like yeah, exactly. And beer, beer was, was good. Beer was good. So I brewed like a night IPA, West Coast IPA back in the day. Nice. <laughs> which was. You and Max don't but brew a lot, shop. right? You guys don't brew really. Like together. To. Like obviously uh, Max is brewing because he is, yeah, a brewer. Yeah. But I mean like, yeah, you guys uh, I'm very bad that. at brewing. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, you know your strengths. Either. It's just Too important to know your bad. strengths. <laughs> but uh, Max is very good, actually. Like I'm very impressed of how well he's doing. Uh, we own brewed a beer uh six months ago mm-hmm. when he was in town okay. um and he never came back because of work and whatsoever so it fermented for six months oh, i shit. dumped it last week oh no oh no <laughs> it felt so good it felt so good i'm pretty sure it was infected at the same time because it was just it's sitting in my right? basement for wait why didn't you t- you were just like uh, fuck i'm not touching this <laughs> like i don't want to touch this <laughs> No, because like we were just all it, it was a, like an AC IPA, so we want to keg it. We have mm. kegs here to like, actually pour it from a tap, but uh, yeah, I don't know how to do that. And Max wasn't wasn't there to do it, so we just like, we were yeah. just like that. You know, we like we need to dump it, so yeah. I just kept it for six months. That's me. <laughs> Damn, that sucks. That's uh, no, that's crazy. By the way, I just want to tell people because part of this is to let people know what we're drinking. So we all just cracked the second beer. It's the um, I'm gonna have to tap that, babe. The second uh, wooded reserve Belgian quad. This one aged in Barbados barrels, twelve point five percent. It's good. It tastes pretty similar to the the other one. Um, looks pretty similar, like side by side. Where are we? Here we are. Yeah, like it's a little. I'm getting like you heavy, get like bourbon. raisin. Raisin, soup. Oh, you are too. Raisin. That's yeah. so funny. Okay, good. Like, and then it's good. It's just it's not my thing. But it's like, just like raisin central for me. That's all. Mm. Like, it's like I, a, like I don't know. Like... I was like the nerd who ate like I actually really enjoyed those little red raisin packages. I can't remember the company name now, but they were like you know little packages Sun... you can get. Yeah, is it like Sun yeah. something right? Sun... And I feel like there's Sun... like a lady something. on the cover or something like that. But you get like. Yeah. 15 raisins in the package sipping this feels like if you like put a Drinking handful raisins. of raisins yeah. in your mouth or something like i'm not mad at it at all no but no, it's no funny. that's it just a quad right yeah like... quad mm-hmm. so it's like really well made the quad yeah um i'm starting to come Dry raisins yeah yeah i've started to come back around and enjoy belgian beer because of rodenbach because rodenbach is just so amazing what's up 
I just, can I just see the bottle for a second? This one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and now, but I don't know. This is like, it's, I can tell it's really, really exceptionally well made. Like their stout, like I said, they had to, the third one in the series was the stout. And it was out of control. It was one of the best barrel aged stouts I've had in a while. Um, so I can tell these are really good. It's just not for my palate. But if you're into quads, like you'll lose your fucking mind. I just wanted to see if they mentioned the raisins at all because it's no. like so intense. But I think it's just like known as a tasting time. note. For this, it's just like so heavy. Yeah, Plus, also, bub like rum barrels. I'm pretty sure they'd be yeah. raisiny as well. Yeah, like the spices and all that shit. Yeah, you should pretty... get a little bit of spice, but yeah, definitely the raisins spice. are coming from the right from the fruit. quad. Like it's dried, not dried fruits, oh, but uh, raisins and figs. It's always yeah. something you get from the quads. Yes, sometimes. yes. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about Belgian styles these days? Oh man, I miss them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I miss like I, it's something we've been uh, reminiscing lately because we just did a video on. Shit, we just did it. I forgot what, oh, what we did. <laughs> oh yeah, on dunkels. Uh, which is a German style, but also we're uh, we're doing bitter uh, bitter beers next week. So we're revisiting older styles because they are hard to find. Like I had to find a Dunkel at the beer store, and I wasn't able to find one. Like it was really? super hard, and I found one which was like a bit too old to my uh, preference. Yeah, but yeah. at this point, it's the only one that they had in store. Um, but Belgian beers for me, it's uh, it could be a hit or a miss. Sometimes I think they have a way too much high carbonation level. Yeah. Um, and it does really get in the way of the palate. But I'm a big saison fan in general. So for me, if I can get more saisons, then I, I, I'm, I'll be good for, uh, for yeah, for life. Oh, I think saison for Craig. life. You're yeah, we always joke. Yeah. We yeah. always oh, yeah. talk about. Oh, I guess that's the whole point is that you yeah. guys. Yeah, Noah and Chris have. Um, Noah and Chris have like the the similar palette, and Nate and I have a similar palette. Mm-hmm. It's not that yeah. crazy. Like I, we just make fun of. I always call them yawn beers because they're boring. <laughs> and uh, but like I've I've been appreciating more. Like if I could get my hands on a uh, like a Hill Farmstead saison or farmhouse. Man, I'm all over that. Yeah. I just remember that we were talking about something the other day. I don't know if it was something boring, but you're like, wow, what is this? Like Noah's uh, palette? Noah's beer palette? And Noah's palette? <laughs> you were like, yeah, it's more boring than Noah's palette <laughs> yeah. right now. Fuck. Uh, yeah. so funny. But I appreciate, I feel like it's like we're all coming up. I mean, like, really, we like less lactose anyway. Like, the lactose thing has been funny. Like, the team lactose shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, it's got to be used right or it's terrible. Like, it really isn't good. Yeah. And um, it's like everything in beer. Like mm. if if you want to use uh, bread yeast in your beer and it and it tastes too much, then it's not good. And if yeah. uh, you put uh, lactobacillus to get it sour and it tastes like sour buckers, then it's not good either. You, you know, you failed at your task. Yeah. It needs to have a balance, yeah, whether it's with lactose, whether it's with vanilla, whether fruit. If you don't have a balance. A good drinking experience out of it, too overpowering. It just destroys the whole way of drinking beer. Like this beer, it's well balanced. I get yeah. cool aromas up front. The middle is like if you talk like the whole how it tastes in your mouth and in your mouth, um, and you can see different steps through it, and it doesn't get overpowered, and you're able to kind of like go through it back and forth. Mm-hmm. That for me. This is where the fun starts because, okay, I can taste that up front. Then after that, in the middle, I get that. And then in the end, I get that. But if you have too much lactose and it's just 
sweet all yeah. the way to the end, then it's a miss. But it could be the same thing with uh, Pilsner. If the Pilsner is just bland and doesn't have a nice cereal character and it's basically just like a little bit of bitterness and dried, then no, it's it's not good either. And it could be infected at the same time. You yeah. get diacetyl, it tastes like apples. Like It's all things that matters in the end process. It's the balance between all the ingredients that you're using in beer, which... We always say there's four ingredients in beers, but Max always adding that there's a fifth one that everyone try to hide. But time is very important in beer, and not a lot of people are talking about it. That's cool. I love that. In the, the sense time of like, yeah. the other ingredient, mm, like how long it's or how much time you put into it, or how much time it's been sitting there, or what does he mean by that? Yeah, because time is a key factor in brewing in general. Right. Uh, the, uh, um, your mashing time, then after that boiling time, and when are right. you adding your rust? Also, fermentation time, and uh, all that is time, not an actual ingredient, but it will play a big difference in beer, and especially if you go through the fermentation process. Uh, a beer is done when it's done. You can't mm-hmm. force it to be done. It it's needs true. to go through a natural process. If you force it out, then you'll stress the yeast and you'll end up with off flavors out of that yeast. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like it's super science stuff. I'm very bad at that. But it's the takeaway I get from it is that if your Pilsner after four weeks is not ready, then it might need a fifth or a sixth week out of it. And it's not something that a lot of people do understand when they try a lager. Yeah, you get two more weeks of fermentation technically that's added in this beer and you don't realize how much time. Like for breweries, it's not like a beer sitting in a tank is money sleeping. So for them, it's not a a style that they want to go into there because you can easily turn yourself to an L, an easy pale L and sell it in two weeks and do another one. By the time you have your Pilsner sitting there for six weeks yeah, you do three, mm-hmm. three that's beers. a lot yeah that's so interesting to me and i yeah. love that max said that i know that's so cool to say like the missing ingredient is time because it's so true because what's more fascinating to me is watching these brewers and the science means everything like when you're interviewing someone in a podcast and like one of their brewers like an assistant brewer runs over and they're like oh i gotta do like this this or something do you know what i mean like everything is so time sensitive yeah. Yeah. because you could completely alter what a beer tastes like if you miss key points um he's 100 yeah. percent right in that and i think that's the beautiful thing is people probably think more about the art of it more than anything but they are true scientists like measuring all these very, yeah. very small increments that lead to a delicious product. So that's very, very cool that he said that. I like that. The fifth it, ingredient it's is a recipe. the episode name. Ooh, good, good episode name. The fifth ingredient is the episode name. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I, I like that. Too. I really like that. That yeah, is so cool, a, though. That's such yeah. a cool, it's such an interesting concept. And that's, I guess, why is would that be the thing is that brewers don't want? Because, you know, so for example, you have a can that's gone through second fermentation, mm-hmm. like something happens. Is that because they pulled it too early, or is that something you can't predict? I'm just asking a question, but you guys might. No, uh, I, I, I think know. it's something you can predict. Um, it's just I, on a safety standpoint, because if you have second fermentation, you definitely have an infection in your beer. Mm, okay. uh, usually, it happens mm. with fruits mm, okay. because they're using unpasteurized fruits 
like as we all know, like um, fruits have bacteria and uh, yeast on them. So if you don't properly uh, pasteurize them, then you'll end up with actual living bacteria and yeast that will eat off the resi residual sugars that are in the beer. Mm -hmm. And then what they do is just eat the sugars, release CO2 and alcohol inside of that can. So you have a time bomb right there waiting to blow up in your sink or in yeah. your fridge. Or in our um, cupboard. It's happened in our cupboard. It's happened over in the so case. Mad, yeah. It's, yeah, it gets bad. So, fuck. Okay. It, get, it gets bad. And it, it's, I guess you can filter it. Uh, cold crashing is a big part of it because you get rid of uh, sediments, but also all the active yeast in there dies off and goes into the bottom. Um, there, there's a lot of things that you need to double check before mm -hmm. doing that. And we're seeing more of it lately because of the fruited sours going out everywhere. Right. Um, just There's just a lack of uh, consciousness about it. You're playing with fruits. Uh, it's kind of like a live matter. And you're putting it into a liquid that has a lot of sugars. So obviously you're making a recipe for a second fermentation in your can. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. One of the ones that happened to us was a, um, I think it was just like an error in brewing. It was a uh, Kolsch from a brewery that uh, oh. we had back in the day. They, the, the cans just went really hard and they were exploding in our You're little up in <laughs> But I think it was just like a bad batch, so it wasn't that yeah. from the but external. But I thought that was so interesting that that was happening. I was like, what the, like. They were confused too. I feel like they were even <laughs> doing something to the cans beside them and like, but that could have been paranoia. Yeah. It was, it was all paranoia. coming from the same brewer in the end, but I guess, yeah. The oh, same in the batch, end. yeah. But it was like, yeah, it just, everything started exploding. It was crazy. Like the pressure yeah. was so intense. Like the can thing popped at the yeah, top. Yeah, it's like you, you like, touch you it Like you tap it and then it blew up no, before no, you, you could tap, get it to the sink. I think I to pick it out. Yeah. And, like as soon as I touched it, it, it blew up before you could get to the sink to the thing, clean it yeah, up. Yeah, then the rest yeah. of them, I think I just cracked them. You could tell they had that like where it's like kind of thick foam coming out yeah. of it like it's sort of like a gelatinous yeah. a little bit like like an off vegetable how it gets like that sticky shit on it yeah same type of thing it's interesting yes yeah. yeah, so it's a it's a weird it's so process interesting yeah but i guess i'm wondering that's why i was like i wonder if some people are like oh it's fine and then you put it you can it yeah but it's like maybe it did deserve more time and that's something you need to look and observe but i'm sure there's a lot of factors uh, again it's science so yeah yeah it's fascinating i, I think that the mistake they probably made is put a beer too young out there. Mm. Like, they didn't wait for everything to settle down mm -hmm. and just, well, let's straight up put that into cans. And you have a little bit of yeast sitting in the bottom, and, ah, we'll be good, we'll be good. Yeah. I've, I've had that share of beer exploding when I was a rep. Like, all my beers were exploding oh, no. in LCBOs. Oh, no! Yeah. So I... <laughs> Yeah, you so do? I had to run with my car doing like every mm. stops that I knew there was or beers, switch with fresh new ones and get the old ones that were exploding. <laughs> yeah. And they were popping in my car. Like the thing you said with the can yeah. popping like that, mm -hmm. I, were, I was hearing them <laughs> in my car just going like, oh, boy. oh my God. Oh, that, that was That's crazy. I was putting like a, a, a flat of two four over them so they don't like overspill oh, in my, my gosh. car. So we ended up like with a half pallet of uh, hand grenades. We were able to like just throw them in the parking <laughs> and <laughs> we're seeing them everywhere. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. So there you go. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, so it can happen to anybody. Yeah. And I think it's what you said though. There's this element of what of same what you said, money sleeping. So it's like you are looking at yep. and you're like, fuck it, man. Like <laughs> we're good to go here. Like it's fine, it'll be fine. Yeah, and you take a bit of a risk. It, but... Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. that's kind of annoying though. It, it does. Like, it's a, it's a tough time, and even if you compound that for these these times with breweries, when like they really can't afford to be. I mean, a lot of breweries are probably producing less. It would be a really great time, actually, right now, to make these like very lengthy beers. You know, like that's it would true. be a great time to do it. Like you focus yeah. on that. I also now that you're saying that, I didn't realize how much privilege there was in barrel programs until right now. Yeah, that's a privilege. It is to be able to have all the, these beers the sitting and hanging out. It's like one you have space for it, two you got the barrels time. for it, and yeah. then you, you just have time. Yeah. And time is definitely a commodity or a, a yeah. privilege. You know, it's a currency. So no, it really yeah. is. Yeah, um, it's interesting as well. Even if you look at it, like breweries are probably producing less. But say all the hype is still, I feel like the hype has gone almost increased mm-hmm. through all this. Because I would have predicted at the beginning, I'm like, finally, more people are going to be able to access the hype beers. Um, you, you were, were saying, I, I was <laughs> wrong in some circumstances. Chris, you said before, people can, you've had less trouble getting beers from Bar Canada than you've ever had. But I've had more trouble getting Masoran beers than I've ever had. Um, that are just they're yeah. just going and it's because of their online store and they go at 10 a.m. and we're vampires so I'm not up at 10 a.m. and I wasn't going to get up to go and I was like I check it when I got up and then they were like all the posts were already on Instagram sold out another day they did an online order thing I think it was 30 minutes I could gone. do it for you and all you have to just ask me yeah but it was because up, I have to make sure Stefan if he has to approve it we have our friend the guy oh, with the um why. the big YouTube channel he has a car. So he likes IPAs. He's not oh. like a huge craft beer guy, but I'm like, look, I got a fire brewery that does IPAs that you love. So like, could you pick them up for me and I'll just send you the money and I can like buy them online or whatever. <laughs> or he has to put the order through. I'll send in the money and then he goes and gets them. And he was like, yeah, yeah, cool. So every time they came a new one, I didn't want to order them because they had strict pickup time. So I have to make sure he's cool and he didn't get back to me in time. So oh, like, okay. yeah. I really wanted their altogether all beer. Like I only managed to get Bellwood's one ordered yeah. it today and i got the charlevoix one but that's that's the only ones i got my hands on so far and i know a bunch like sir john did it and um i think brewski did it and i was talking to guillaume today actually and they had some um packaging issues unfortunately oh no uh, he okay. said yeah with that specific beer which really sucks because oh, that fuck. was the beer that's giving back to charity too he said yeah. it's oxidization he said he's which one the uh, brewski brewski yeah. or uh, yeah they're all yeah. together beer that's so he was just saying that they had uh it was it was a canning issue and it might be oxidization and he said that the problem is he want, didn't want to risk his reputation over money for selling the beer at a time when they probably no, could do with enough, the money great. no that's you have and to i thought that was a very noble that was a great thing for him to do yeah they're still even through all of this time yeah. they're still like no 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 we, ha- we mm. can't sell shit beer but he said they've got a way to because i was like maybe you could you know give a couple cans free when people do an order or something and he said he had an i forgot what it was like some sort of charity thing to give to to people or whatever because you could give and be like look they could be good but they could be bad yeah so like, you'd be like, all right, yeah. cool, try it out. Maybe I'll luck out and have a nice can, you know? Like, Very true. So I think that, you know, they're still new in canning in the scheme of things and they don't have their own canner. They mm-hmm. they get the, the mobile canning. So I think they have less control. True, yeah. they did have Whereas like Masorum have their own canning yeah. line. So I think that makes yeah. a bit of a difference, but I just thought that was super cool of them to, to do that. But They're still protecting their brand, right? It would be yeah. terrible actually to create a beer that wasn't good surrounding a like supporting other people do you know yeah. what i mean because then you would create this negative aspect and this negative attention surrounding what is supposed to just a be a charitable thing. endeavor and like give a, money yeah, back yeah. And yeah. Then so it's a good stuff. decision it's a great business decision but they're great those like pub knows what they're doing they're a great business people 
Yeah, no, they're really, really yeah. cool. Good dudes. Um, um, and are all making... It was so interesting because you were talking I, about yeah. beat living in Quebec City and not having good beer and you have to go out. And I think Pub Brewski is so smart for creating like a craft beer hub in a heavily, heavily touristy area. Yeah, like, that, that is so smart yeah. of them. I, yeah, and they're just the only ones. So there you go. That's where you're going to go and you're going to get it. And it's not something you're used to. Yeah. And there's like... Yeah, there's you, very you need to own it. There, so... Yeah. yeah, well, they've owned it out there and they just made some good stuff and they're, yeah. they're really doing well. I can't remember why we were even talking about this. Why? Oh, the all together beers? Yeah, all together. But then you mentioned Quebec City and the yes. fact that like you didn't have beers. And I was like, that does suck. And then I was like, wow, that's really the void that Pabruski filled in the end, which yeah. is so smart because you don't think about being... Yeah. If you're like in the heart of downtown Toronto, for example, for, who are we getting craft beer from? You're not getting craft beer. Not from a brewery. No, you're it's going to be West End. You have to go a bit west. Northern Maverick, maybe? East. Yeah. It's the only one, Bathurst and King, but Where's craft beer else? Toronto? But I mean a brewery. You're not getting a beer, a craft beer market, sorry. Uh, Bay. No. What's the north south? Yeah, Bay, I think. Bay, okay. So it, and and that's still the like Bay. they're not brewing, so. No, that's yeah. a, the, the um, a, beer bars. Yeah, beer bar. Yeah, so it is kind yeah. of different. So I guess that's a... Uh, yeah, it's an interesting time for that. And I was just, it kind of sucks for them as well because they're not in, an, in, a, in a residential neighborhood at all. So people have to go there specifically put their order in when they drop the cans but they're very sought after because their beers are exceptional yeah so i think they're probably gonna be doing yeah. okay yeah they should be doing okay and they're really yeah. you know, when we were talking about pivoting earlier they're one of those people who immediately like they had food in these like freeze dry packages or something yeah it's like crazy they're really on top of it they're i like, saw oh, that no. yeah, yeah and the they kept their stuff. kitchen yeah. staff employed yeah he said the only yeah speaking of that yes tell us like we have a restaurant here downtown in uh in hall which is like right across the bridge from Ottawa. Um, like he has a small kitchen and he kept open and he's doing, uh, so orders for pickup. So, um, last week me and my girlfriend, we ordered like this crazy Mac and cheese with brisket and a poke bowl for a really good prices at like better than restaurant prices. And he's, uh, he has three taps with like very good craft beers and like you show up with your Mason jar. And he just fills it up for you. Okay. <laughs> he charges like for a mason jar, yeah, yeah. And it's crazy. Like I, I got like uh, like a crazy um, Russian Imperial Stout from I don't I don't know the brewery uh, out there. Like I think it's in Europe, like the brewery, and it's crazy. Like I, it took me three days to drink my mason jar. How that's insane cool. that that stout was. But like it's having strong. this, my two meals and my mason jar filled with um with beers but he's also offering like wines natural mm. wines that you can uh just like order by the glass and he just pours it in your mason jar i, I love, love that. that that's so wow. sick that's so cool yeah that's like that's very cool, smart i didn't know that was legal in quebec so that that's the quebec side right uh, yeah, I don't know how legal is that. <laughs> uh, okay. So let's not say which restaurant. So we won't talk about it, but that's very cool. Yeah, yeah. But everyone everyone knows what's up. But uh, yeah, I don't know how legal it is, but I think he doesn't really care about it, which I think it's at, in those times, uh, worst case scenario, you'll get a fine out of it. But if you made money and a name for yourself, I think it's worth the risk at some I point. I agree. I agree. Yeah, just to stay open and keep it going after this. It's like, it's, a, it's such a crazy time. I guess it's like, it seems like it's slowly changing now and like different places are opening. I don't know how wise that is. Um, I saw that Atlanta, uh, Georgia, like the state of Georgia opened, speaking of them, because we're drinking their beers. 
they uh, I don't know how they could prove it because you wouldn't test it, but they said they had got a thousand new cases in 24 hours after opening the state up again. Like you wouldn't get new cases because it takes you know a bunch of time to get the symptoms, yeah. but like it takes three days. Yeah, so I mean, three I days to get the test. Even that too. So I don't know how they would have determined that, but like that's not a good sign. I know that they're opening schools here in like a week or two, mm-hmm. um, which is yeah, our friends yeah. going back to but not in Montreal. No, no, Montreal. 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 Not May, Montreal. May nineteenth, he said. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, Matt from Vox and Hops was telling me because he has he's an educator, so he has to go back. Yeah. So he said May nineteenth. So I don't know how he yeah. feels about it. He seemed pretty chill, but he was drunk when I spoke to him. So uh, he wasn't that chill actually. He was like, I don't know. Yeah, I was also drunk, I, you were so drunk I but yeah. I wasn't. He was just like, oh, I don't know if that's the greatest, but sure, okay, but he doesn't fine. Have a choice, he has but you don't have a choice. Right? It's a job that's there for you. So if you don't take it, you're just leaving the job, right? You're forfeiting. When, position, so. when do you start your new job? Have you got some time? Um, like brewery is not open. We're supposed to open in two weeks, but we can't open. So we'll basically, uh, they have two beers in can, like going in cans in the upcoming weeks. I can't say when, but it's coming. Okay. And I'll be doing my first ever shift uh, with them uh, on canning day. And then after that on the release. Uh, which should be in about two weeks. But again, we need to wait on uh, permits and all that. It's still uh, yeah. in the nebulous okay. state of what's going on. Yeah. Um, but I like it. So I'm very happy to go back to work. Not just go back to work, but go back to beer in general. Right. Uh, it feels like it's fun here at home. I, I really enjoy it. And it for me, it's always been like family first. And then after that, job is like third middle i always have beer so now uh-huh. <laughs> job is going to be beer family is going to be for it's always first for me so uh i'm gonna miss the, the being at that at home i think uh but I, i'm gonna try to uh, take as much time as possible when i w- will be working like uh on the weekends just uh doing 100 percent that stuff uh with my little daughter at the same time that's so cute. That's dope, man. That's I like so hearing that. I'm excited cute. to keep us posted on everything that's happening with the new brewery. I love that. That's really, really cool. Oh, yeah. You, you, you'll hear that's about true. it because I, I, want, I want you guys to try it out. Yeah, I'm keen. I don't, don't want to spoil anything, but they, they, they have some haze. Oh, well, there you go. So you need to say. So you need to say, Chris. They got haze. There you go. They're not messing around. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. That's sick. What? There's a demand for it, so. Yeah, I'm pleased. Like I'm, I'm, I'm here for us. What I live for us. What we do. That's all we're about. Mm. <laughs> what, uh, what do you guys have coming up on Hops and Bros? As far as like, are you guys working on anything new and exciting or different or uh, anything you want people uh, to know about? We're working on a series of videos and like mostly again we're talking learning, but we want to dive deeper into uh, classic beers. So we already uh, have a concept laid out. We should release this new concept in about two weeks. It's going to be like a two-part series on... Um, we're talking Guinness right now. It's a scoop. But um, just literally sit down and talk about Guinness from history to how it evolved. But also, marketing-wise, how they are affecting the market since the beginning of times. And mm-hmm. also, how it impacted brewing in general... Uh, with uh, different technologies that they're employing and um, just overall that's cool Guinness as a, a, like a key part in our 
discovery of beer in general. So we want to reflect that with a special series on it. And um, we'll see how it turns out. If uh, we have good feedback around it, then we're talking about going maybe Lobat 50, uh, try Heineken, try, like, you know, big macro beers that wouldn't, like, craft beer wouldn't be there without them. So we might need just understanding this beast will help us understanding everything else. So that's what we've been working on lately. Um, after that, we're just trying to stay sane and uh, find new ideas. We're revisiting older videos because now when we look at like Craft Beer 101s we did three years ago, um, we weren't as uh, knowledgeable about the subject as we are now. So we're kind of like jumping back into those videos. So like 102s? Um, but like you also, do some 102s? Or yeah. Two, or 201s? Yeah, trying to go is like... Is? Yeah. I was like, what happens in school? Who knows? It's been so long. Yeah, we're calling them one because we're just stupid about it and we're making it this way. But you know how YouTube works. So if like you just name it pretty much the same thing, uh, you try to kind of like rank it up yeah. before the other one. But um, I, I still get a lot of people from Pilsner 101, which was two years ago, um, commenting and like asking for questions. So it's fantastic how just this much content out there creates a good avenue to get conversations uh, yeah. around a subject that matters to us and bring new people in at the same time. Like I had people from Brooklyn nine, nine, you know, that guy that like just loves Pilsners. From and he the- always talks about it like a running gag. It's like uh, one of the girl's boyfriend. Um, and she found our video because of Brooklyn nine, nine. Wow. The link is very far. But like the guy was talking about Pilsner, she was like, "What's a Pilsner?" And then, boom, our oh, video showed up. There you and go. And I was like, "That's far." But I just recently catch up on uh, the last season of Brooklyn Nine Nine, and that guy shows up again, and he's talking about Pilsner. So I'm like, "Damn, that's that guy that's they brought the g- giving us yeah <laughs> to watch so that, cool. the videos. Very cool. I love that that random connection that you can kind of determine through through YouTube from the comments, like how people found you and stuff like that. It's super fascinating, particularly yeah. with beer. When, and when it's even cooler when it's like random as hell. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I love it. And meeting meeting people too is very fun. Like we met Alex from Due to Brejo. He has like a Brazilian YouTube channel out there, like 30,000 subscribers, something like that. It's huge, huge. Mm-hmm. And he got, he met us through YouTube and now like we've, been doing i think we're four collabs with him like collab videos i was able to send beers from canada to brazil to him so he can that. do a video yeah you sent yeah. him your beer and you sent him one of your beers beer. yeah yeah sometimes it I gets through took... yeah sorry i'll say sometimes it gets through sometimes they block that shit but sometimes it makes it oh no i sent beer to brazil and uh what i wrote on the um on the paper, order. I said that it was soda and chocolate. <laughs> That's a good one. Soda hey, and what, chocolate. Look, in Brazil, they really need to have our Sprite or our version of Coca-Cola. I, need, I must send it to it's this important. man. Uh, <laughs> the, the laws are very weird over there uh, surrounding beer. So for him, getting like a very 
up for beers it's different they don't have the same access as we do here mm. to uh, good ingredients mm-hmm. right. so it's a very different uh, species over there and not like the scene is not as um, prominent as we have here but when you look at it it's huge they have way bigger population than us and they have access to so much tropical fruits and amazing aromas over there that it's i think it's going to be one very nice scene to keep an eye on it and we did a video on katarina sours which is uh, the first official style from brazil and it's a very cool take on um kind of like a berlin of ice but with stronger abv um like they, they have something very cool coming up uh is that in brazil and i think the I was asking someone about yeah. that style, like today or yesterday. I thought it was like a specific fruit or something, but it's not. It's a Brazilian style. Yeah. yeah. So basically, oh. it's uh, it's a Berliner Weiss with higher ABV, but also Berliner Weiss. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need to put fruit in it. It's basically just like a sour uh, wheat beer. Uh, but Catarina Sours, the forefront of the beer is the fruit that you showcase in it. Um, the reason why it's called Katarina is the region where it comes from. So it's uh, yeah. kind of like a neighborhood, a region of uh, Brazil, and that's where it comes from. It's uh, Santa Catarina, I think. I, I, I actually nailed it. Yeah, it's Santa Catarina. <laughs> and, uh, and what he said is that people were used to order um, vice beer, like just uh, white beers from Germany in beer bars, but suddenly Bernevice started showing up in bars, but people were ordering that vice, but it was sour and they were kind of like flushed a little bit about it and not knowing what was going on. So they decided to just create their own with higher ABV uh, with another name. So you can mostly know that it's sour because it's called Katarina Sour at the same time. So they have something very cool and Brazilian knows how to party like very hard. (laughs) I can see that based on, yeah festivals the big parties yeah they go in (laughs) yeah that's really good i'm really glad you brought that up because i forgot where it was someone on youtube or somewhere on social someone mentioned it and i was like i should ask patty i thought about it (laughs) should i ask someone i was i asked the person and i don't think they responded but that's fantastic answer they they actually did one oh patty they They did did, uh, uh, the graviola lower yeah yeah oh Uh, yeah yeah yeah. exactly yeah yeah Oh, Mary Eve, hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> Your wife is Your on wife the... is in the chat. <laughs> oh. oh. She's, she's loving it. That's uh, cute. That's cute. Yeah, it. she's loving it. Yeah, I, th- I think she, she's like, if, if she's watching, then she's waiting for me to go into the jacuzzi. But I, I know that she knows oh, that. Oh, are we keeping because... you from the jacuzzi? Sorry. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I, I I booked my old my old uh, evening doing the podcast. Jacuzzi can wait. It's just a <laughs> body of water sitting outside. So I, uh, and, and I actually prefer to go into jacuzzi later at night because I can go in there naked. Oh, that's true. And drunk. <laughs> yeah, but Isn't I'm not the drunk. Best type of jacuzzi like, I'm not drinking yet. fast enough to be drunk. Yeah, I know. We're drinking super slow. I just can't oh, drink me. I finished all my beers. You're going to have more. Oh yeah! I, I, sorry, I, don't, I didn't even mean to be like. Which one so do you stingy. want? I just like I can't drink this too much. Like it's nice. I really so I'd, like, enjoy it. I'm gonna have Can to sit this. Can have glass, please? Yeah, that was the bourbon one. I love that you have a uh, jacuzzi going. 
These are the benefits of having a house. Oh yeah, right. We we got Thank that so last year before Mariev, uh before we had the baby. She said, uh, "J'ai déjà été dans la jacuzzi." Oh, so she's like on her phone then because she's already oh. in the jacuzzi. She's <laughs> <laughs> already been. Um, have you told her how fantastic she, she her role was in the? Um, I think my favorite of her role was in the um, the glitter beer. The glitter oh, beer the video. Glitter beer video. I just yes. thought she just killed the glitter beer video. It was so good. I love that video so much. By the way, it was just so oh. great. You guys just like killed it. Uh, it was like my oh, favorite, so but uh, Mariev did so well in that. I don't know. It was just like fun. It was just really, really fun. I very much enjoyed her. Uh, <laughs> that was the mindset. I always try to to put her in the videos. She's you very. Put her more. <laughs> hey Mariev, you gotta <laughs> get in there. You gotta get in more. You know, one of two. Every one of two. Every other second one. <laughs> I, I guess you could show up down here on the live, but uh, I don't know if she's. Hey, she's warm in a jacuzzi. <laughs> that means baby's so sleeping maybe now. She's... Oh, oh, yeah, she's sleeping. She's been sleeping for two hours now, so hopefully she's going to stay asleep tonight. Did she sleep kept through us the night? I have zero reference. I have no idea what the babies are like. Do they sleep through the night uh, now at this age, or what's the deal? She used to. Now she doesn't, but she used to. Mm. <laughs> So uh, she woke us up at 2 a.m. Like we had a rough nights. The last three ones were really rough. But um, overall, she, she's not waking up at like 5.30, 6, something like that. Okay. So for me, I just wake up and, and uh, I take care of her until Mariev comes back and uh, do the breakfast part. So I can <laughs> eat, get my coffee and my orange juice and get my day starting at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, but it's uh, you get used to it, I guess. Like you, you, it's like working, right? So if the baby is awake, then you definitely something you need to do to uh, make it stop crying. And <laughs> make that it stop point. crying. <laughs> make it. I like it. I, I like it, not her. Okay, I'm gonna use the. You just wash them inside the washroom time. If you need, to, if you need to go to the bathroom, it's always you always have to have like. Oh a, no, I'm good. You good? Oh, no, I'm good. You're safe. I always. I have just, this. I just don't need to stand up. If I stand up, then uh, pee is gonna flow out. That's how it goes, right? That's the only problem with these beer podcasts because you're always drinking beer, or, and then on top of that, water. And you just gotta go. Oh yeah, you gotta go. It's the hard life, man. The hard life. How's the life doing? I don't see anything here. <laughs> except like. Oh, because you're not seeing it. We've had the the view has been pretty low tonight. I guess I I people know. I thought we promote this pretty regularly that we do tell people every Friday yeah. that we're doing it. Oh, now it's just gone up. This is the highest it's been all night. We got six people at once. The first time we ever did it, I think we had like <laughs> we had something similar. We had less it was less than ten, but it's like YouTube. We don't have the largest uh, following on YouTube, um, in comparison to other stuff. Ryan Patterson, what up, man? What up? What up? What up? Um, so it's nice when people, I like the way this, uh, system works cause I can bring up the comments. So it makes it more interactive. Yeah. And I, I wasn't sure if people at first were going to like be annoyed by, you know, you and I are talking, or even if it was just Tiff and I, when, before we started having guests and then talking about the comments, but people were saying that they, they enjoyed it. So I thought that was kind of cool. Just like a nice way yeah, to, um, to do it. Chris, you get Lily interactions. Says, That's what you want. Yes, exactly. Uh, Lily says hi, yeah. Chris. Mary F says Lily. Lily? Yeah. Ah, uh, 
Salut. Is that the baby? Or is that your uh, nephew? Your yeah, niece? no, it's my little niece. I've seen her. Yeah, she that's was, my niece. Was she the one that was in the video that time? Yeah, but we did a video on lactose, I think. That's what it was. Uh, and actually drank a glass of milk with her on the video. That was actually very fun. No, I enjoyed that one just because it was she about wants, lactose. She, she wants to go on YouTube. That, that's, uh, I guess all the kids wants to go on YouTube, but she wants to do YouTube. How old is she? That's uh she's oh that you put me right on the spot yeah, she's ooh, watching she's gonna be 11 uh this summer so she's 10 right now she's 10 okay yeah she's 10 going she's to 10. high school next year i'm shocked but yeah oh, she yeah. has the same age as me and Mariev's relationship jeez that's so crazy so y'all got together yeah. when she was born that's wild yeah it's yeah, crazy. The kids crazy are growing times. up. So many kids. Uh, Ashen oh. says, just chilling and listening. What up? What up? What up, yo? Um, no, this is, this is a nice that, way to do it. I like these uh, I like these live things. They're, uh, they're becoming, we never did a lot of them. And this was just more like for the hell of it, like we were saying. Like it wasn't even really, it's not about, that's why I don't really care so much about the the live because it's like a secondary thing to the, the audio is what's important here. And it was more yeah. like, well, if we can just do it, we'll make it look good because we have all the equipment. And then like you've got, you're actually the perfect person for us to talk to on this because you're also a fellow YouTuber who has all the equipment. You've got the proper cameras, you've got the microphones and everything yeah. and that makes everything look and sound um, good. And because the one thing I don't always like is when, um, you know, when you listen to a podcast and you can hear the phone voice or the Skype voice and it's like you, I don't want to curse it, but yours uh, have been fantastic. Like the internet connection has been really good with Nate. It was a little choppy. It's true. It's been so yeah. good. Right? Like you have it like listening to you and I know you've got a proper mic plugged in so it makes it sound better and you're still going to record this separately, but I think the audio by itself is going to be just fine. Um I hope so. That that's the one thing that stressed me out the most. I'm a I'm a perfectionist, right? So uh, even just doing that, I know that I, I wanted to get like the right camera for it. Like I could have went out there and bought like thousands of dollars of equipment just to do one live with you, <laughs> because I like you doing have, it yes. and I love experimenting with it too. At the same time, like I had to put my brain out there and uh, find a proper solution to get a better uh, like a better connection. Definitely, internet is like the weakest link in live. It really I is, think. man. So, because yeah, it, it's yeah. demanding. If you don't have a reliable connection, then you're screwed. Hundred percent. And like this makes all the difference, though. Uh, Mary Ev says, by the way, Lily yeah. is eleven, and she says she's laughing. Lily re. So I guess it means she's laughing, right? <laughs> so you're in trouble. Oh uh, damn! Like uh oh. Yeah, I'm in trouble now. And Ryan uh, is saying needs separate audio and a proper mic. Uh, I agree. So basically, yeah. like Chris has a mic. I've got our typical. Oh, can I list it? Oh, it's caught on this. We got the the Zoom mic here, but it's plugged into the computer, so it's not, and you can't record at the same time. So this, and you've got the Zoom as well, right? Is that what you're talking? This is not sponsored by. Oh, no, we by need to be Zoom. sponsored by Zoom. Zoom, if you want to sponsor Hobson Bros and Bos, please, <laughs> please, <laughs> please sponsor us. Um, but the uh, when you come back over, baby, can you bring a the huge on hops just to have just a, 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 a the huge on hops in a glass. Um, the audio on this one. So because I would normally when Tiff and I were doing it, we were going live. We were just going live on the Mac audio and recording our separate audio on the microphone here, but. 
since I knew you could plug it in here and the way that this software works for, since we're talking nerd stuff, this software generates a video, an auto post to YouTube, but it also generates, it saves that video to my hard drive. So then I can rip the audio from there. And I did that last week with Nate and my brother, for people who don't know, we do music. So my brother and I moved to Canada because of that. So my brother luckily is an audio engineer. So he, thank you, cutie. He, um, is able to make this sound phenomenal, which is a very expensive and, and complicated process, particularly for like, you don't need to do it for the videos. We don't do it for any of that, but yeah. for him to be able to do that for our audio. And I was a little worried because there was like, when we were doing the episode, there's no hiss, there's no background noise, there's nothing. But when I listened to the video, there was like a slight hiss. I was like, oh man, is that like a connection or something? But when he puts his plugins on there, it's like perfect. So now this one I'm excited Gone. because not I'm not expecting everybody to have the, every guest that we have on. Not everyone. I feel like most people won't have what you have. You're an mm. exception to that. Oh my so, gosh, for sure. Because you're a tech guy, right? I'm doing my best. Right? Yeah, my phone nearly died now. I'm on a... Battery on power battery pack. Oh, uh, yeah. you're on the we'll, pack. We'll wrap up, Shirley. I just want to just bust. I'm going to bust out some haze. I need some haze. Oh, no, no. It's, I, I, I'm good, good for another two hours. If <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, no, I'm going till midnight. Like, oh, no, We're I'm fine. not going anywhere. What about Meriev and the um, hot tub, okay? There's a right? jacuzzi there waiting for you. Waiting for you. <laughs> she, she already, Ryan needs she already took it, so I'm done for tonight. <laughs> oh, she's gone. Uh, Ryan says you need the I Zoom. I wish I had yes, had sir. that beer. Which one? That Ashton is speaking about the yes, so Ashton is more sipping than. on more than the mango pale ale with Merritt and Wren. I wish uh, we had gotten the opportunity oh, to drink that beer. Yeah, uh, I wish I was able to try this one. Yeah, yeah, that would have been. I heard good things. By did the Nate way, have it? I feel like Nate got it. Yeah, Nate did a Merritt order, so he probably did. This beer is now available in Quebec. April twenty third, it came out. It's just such a six six point six percent just hazy IPA. It's fantastic. Noah said, which I thought was interesting, that there's, it's, it fits nicely into the Quebec market because there's nothing, there's not a shit ton of other beers like this. There's a lot of haze here, of course, but this one kind of stands yeah. out. It's, it's, it's not the same as others, which I quite appreciate. Yeah. Mm. I tried it two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. Was it in uh, I had a friend who was in New Brunswick that brought back some Trailway and, uh, and that really changed my... Uh, that didn't change my mind. I know that was good beer out there, but uh, having to try it, it really showcased that like, I knew it was something good. And yeah. them being in Quebec, then good for them. Good yeah. on them. Hopefully, it's going to stay fresh on the shelves. That's the I don't one know. That's, that's a big issue. Um, I know collective arts, it's something that's... Uh, it's I, a big I don't problem. know if I should be naming, but yeah. Uh, if you look through dates, sometimes you find beers that are uh, been out there since June. Uh, for AZ IPAs, it's not optimal, and I think that, like they're flooding the shelves like everywhere. You have access yeah. to different mm. beers, and having them coming from another market, um, it's a hard thing. It, like it, there's still like, we were talking about barriers between uh, anglophones and francophones uh, from you being in Montreal or people coming from Toronto. I, I feel you have the same thing um, consumer-wise in Quebec. People w are still very, very tied to their own breweries, even though it's fantastic stuff coming from outside. Yes. They are still reluctant. Relu reluctant. Reluctant. It's a tough one. 
reluctant. Yes. Reluct, reluctant to buy those beers because right. they have uh, an anglophone background to it, and mm. it's coming from another region. Mm. Still, there's still that. You think that's a real um, thing? Kind of like, yeah. I did not know that. That's very interesting. Where you're like, I should purchase Quebec yeah. beers and Quebec and I, beers only. I feel like that's an, yeah. I always. I am was... in this. I should buy from Canada. I'm not like I'm not gonna lie. That is a thing. So yeah, I'm definitely guess, Canada. Focused. I don't feel um, as attached to a province as I do as a country, for example. So yeah, because we're just all like, as long as Canadian. Places. I don't care. I just want I want to buy Canadian as much as possible. I say food. I would rather food be closer to home. Oh, for sure. Like when it like, comes to vegetables, fruits, all particularly that stuff, Montreal, eggs, even all, like, beyond Quebec. Quebec. Yeah, but like for something like um, beer, I, de- I mean clearly. I, there's no way for any of us to get any more American and European beer now anyway. <laughs> so it is what it is. That's off the table. Unless yeah. it's through the SAQ or something that's already come through. But something like this, like yeah. trailway stuff, like this is not that far away. Um, as long as they keep it fresh, it's all about the distributor. I, I don't want to, I mean, if you're in beer in Quebec, you know the only distributor really who is getting this stuff out there. Uh, a friend who works for another brewery told me because I had problems so that collective not called because I love collective and I'm I you know we're friends with some of the people there and we know yeah. we know the folks and I know you you know them too you've been to the festivals and stuff they um basically are going through these guys I had a can of life in the clouds that was from June or July last year recent like a couple weeks ago um I wasn't you know it didn't really hold up that well it was okay um but my the another dude, like I said, a friend who works for a brewery who also were distributed by the same company said that they, I think there was an error because this other brewery who's from here had a similar problem. They were, I, I had was given one of their beers from the same time. I think it was packaged June or July and I have it now. And apparently it was just an error from the brewery. The distributor took the new one, the new batch instead of the old batch. And sent that out for distribution. So there's a whole bunch of older stuff now in rotation, which wasn't supposed to be there. So I don't know how, I don't know if that's completely accurate, but that's what I was told. I imagine that's probably yeah. what happened to Collective as well. So I hope it doesn't happen to Trailway. And Ryan Patterson saying Trailway heard amazing things. I am of such a fanboy of these guys. He um, is such a fanboy. Such he a is fanboy. loving it. <laughs> I love it. I don't know. I just like, I, I love their designs. All the beers have been fantastic. Particularly, you know what's more interesting? What's that? The low AB, ABV ones. I had their um, pale, they have an Australian pale ale, they called it. I think it's just Aussie hops. Um, 4.8% It's called Dunder and it's phenomenal. Like it's just so much flavor. It's that creamy haze. It's just exactly, you could just drink that stuff all night. Even this one, the 6.6, it's a little slightly more opaque than the, than the milky haze but it's sort of just and this is canned april 13th but then again i got this directly from the brewery so it was a different situation i didn't go to yeah. the system but like by the time this was canned it's probably april, the same batch i think it's the same batch so that's april 13th this came out april 23rd so that's 10 days between uh canning and then um distributing so if you bought it right now it would still only be three not even three weeks old so i mean which is perfect. Which is pretty good. So it's more just like as long as the distributor does the right thing. And you know what? They'll probably, the problem is it's a Montreal-based distributor. And I imagine for most of Quebec, it's how it works. So it's got to spread out from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. it's coming from all the way out east, all the way to Montreal, and then probably going back to like Gaspé or something. So it almost makes no sense to a degree. So yeah. I hope that they're able to, you know, maximize. Stupid the laws. 
It's so Stupid dumb. Stupid yeah. laws. Mm. The laws are so dumb, but it is cool to have like a, a new brewery. I think it's like exciting. At the same token though, it's the, it's the time and you, we've talked about this at length, but like, I think Quebec now is, this is the best time for, I personally have enjoyed beer in Quebec now more than I ever have. I think this is insane yeah. amounts of phenomenal beer. It has always been phenomenal beer here, but it's always been in one style or one kind of thing, that one lane. Now there's like haze and there's milkshake. There's the trendy shit that wasn't around before. And there's so many breweries. And then the common styles that they're already known for to yeah. be making really well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Barrel Aid. Sal was the Barrel Aid. St- oh, anything the Barrel Aid. The Saison, the farmhouse yeah. here is exceptional. Yeah. Um, they, even like though here, they were late on the, the lagers. Now the lagers are getting really good. And the That's probably what makes stuff. Quebec like the most interesting province then because you would have already um, perfected in this way these traditional styles. Yeah. And now you're coming through and tackling the trendy styles. So now you get both. Yeah. Like, you could come here and go to Pub Brewski and get, like, crazy haze, go to Masorum, get crazy haze, go to Vice Versa then and get amazing saisons and get, like, you can really have, like, this whole Pick caribou in the interesting, way, yeah, DCL, get yeah, this, that, yeah, go to DCL, which is, like, the one of the best breweries in Canada. Like, it's just Montreal. That's a very cool, and that's just Montreal, that's not even talking about all of Quebec, so yeah. that's really yeah. cool that that's a thing. Like, we're very privileged, I think, for that. Yes, and I feel like now that was the the the... the the circle's kind of being completed now because my problem was I always bitched about Craig it. Craig was complaining. I was complaining for the longest time. Like, we have no haze here. It drives me crazy. I hated it. I couldn't stand going out in Montreal. I, and I've said that a lot. I fucking uh. hated it because it was, I could never drink what I wanted. And now there's so many places. Like, to be fair, I don't know if any of the, I don't know if Brewski have their beers on at vice versa. Like, you know, the, or no. Brouhaha. So or, you have to go around a bit. So you got to kind of cool jump around. You but you can do that and that's all i really want because now i'm like what vibe do you want at tonight do you want because if you go to brewski you can get everything yeah they have everything they have brown ales they have like triple they have have all the whole range Mm -hmm. whereas like somebody like masorum is like vermont and blah 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 so do you have things like that in in i guess gatineau is a lot smaller though you probably don't have the same oh yeah variety of stuff we have but canada (laughs) (laughs) we have but canada that's a dub right there uh one I don't. I don't know if you guys heard about them. No, I haven't. Tell me no. more. They, they're a new. They're <laughs> they're a new brewery. They're, oh. They they just celebrated their second anniversary. Oh well, good luck. Uh, they rank pretty good. I hope they do well. They they they, they, they do well. <laughs> Strange do well. name. Strange name. Uh, but um, we recently got a new brewery opened up uh, right like across the park where I I am. They don't brew on location right now because of uh, reglementation with the city. They need to do change permits and uh, city limits and whatsoever. Like there's a lot of laws going through, what are but they they're called? canning with uh, who they are brewing right now, okay. and it's like it's 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 very good. I know the brewery person, the brewer personally, so very exciting about what's coming up. They have a fantastic kind of like on site. They're um, just right on the river that overlook the parliament right now, but nice. like from afar, uh, you're not rock throwing distance of parliament, but you're rock throwing distance from Ottawa. So which mm-hmm. is, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Depending. We've always been, uh, joking about the fact that we're on the right side of the bridge. Um, but now <laughs> that we're getting more breweries, I think that it's uh, a cool thing to kind of like brag about it, but, um, it's, it's growing a little bit faster over the last, three years compared to what it was stuck to uh, five years ago. And uh, the market is dictating that shift. 
into perception, but also into what breweries are pushing. Um, I know a lot of people complain about it, um, like the fact that uh, AZ IPAs are kind of like taking over. It's the only thing you're drinking and whatsoever. Um, in my opinion, like I think it's fantastic. I, like for it's swifted. Uh, shifted IPAs to being easy. Everyone's standard in IPAs is being easy. Um, but also what it happened is that it's bringing people that were not drinking beer to drink beer now. So yes. we're getting new people in beer that were probably maybe just drinking wines or cocktails or whatever. They were not into that at all before AZ IPAs, fruity IPAs coming out, mm -hmm. um, which I think it's fantastic. And best example is my girlfriend. Um, it's like a running joke with us, but like she, when we went to Florida, we went to civil society. I, I'm always talking about them yeah, because yes. I just love what they're that doing. Vlog, right? But um, yes. yeah, so I went there. I took like their lager mm -hmm. because they never did the lager. So I tried the lager, but I was trying all different beers they were doing but my girlfriend was knocking back triple ipas in my bag but like <laughs> just, I, I, I want the triple the the triple the triple like she wants the big easy stuff because that's what she likes mm -hmm. and slowly I'm right with her speaking like yesterday mm -hmm. she was drinking out of um we had the but kind of the elf slider that they did which is phenomenal and but yeah she took a full glass of it because she now enjoys elf slider which a year ago wouldn't have been the same story, but now mm. her having access to one style of beer, saying that that's uh, she see herself in one style. Now mm. she wants to try the other ones and see uh, what she could enjoy in the future. And I think that's that's key. That's what beer is all about. When I first drank my Peche Martel when I was like 17 years old. I was blown away by the aromas and the flavors I was able to find. So I was like, so beer can be anything I want then. Right. And I think that's the beauty of beer in general. So I love that you said that. And I have like, not exactly the same trajectory as Meriev, but the, the whole concept of, it's so interesting that you have these styles and that's what gets you in. Mm. And you get these styles, right? You stick to these styles, but it opens you up to the world of beer in general. Like when I found yep. that beer would be delicious and tasty was West Voltarian 12. Yes. Which and we were in that small. And that's why I still have a place in my heart yeah. for these beers, no matter what. Because when we were in that little bar in Toronto, was yeah. it that uh, bar? Sarah's Cafe. Sarah's Cafe. They were like... $40 a bottle. $40 a bottle. But I was like, mm. oh my gosh. This like, is 2011. What is going on with these beers? This no is 2011. We we I'm like, no beer business. does stuff like this? I just didn't yeah. know, you know? But I'm from Jamaican descent. We drank Heineken's the other time. And like, when we weren't drinking Heineken's, you have a Red Stripe or Guinness. These are the only three that you're really drinking, yeah. you know? Yeah. But um, isn't Jamaica known for like, uh, is it the um, Negro style? Mandelo or something like that? That's Mexico. It's like a dark lager. Uh, they have uh, j j they uh, do, Dragon Stout. They do Dragon Stout. And that's Guinness. huge. Yeah, okay. Dragon Stout is local. Yeah. Red Stripe is local. Same brewery. Red and Stripe then, has like yeah. a Hollywood sign in Montego Bay. Like you could be driving huge, by yeah. and you'll see this huge like Red Stripe sign. It's hilarious. And then the others, uh, Heineken and Guinness, which yeah. makes no sense whatsoever. I don't okay. know why, but for some reason, like Germany came through. Guinness has a very good uh, market in um, like in southern parts of the world. Like in Africa, they're 
huge. Who else? Guinness, Guinness. 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 Okay. Yeah. The, no, they I'm have the surprised. dry, like a dry version. Oh no, the, the all the foreign exports now. Uh, yeah. That's what they had yeah. in Jamaica. I actually never had that before. And apparently, there's a I, when I checked in on Untap, went to Rick's Cafe in the Grill. If, if anyone's been out there, and they had it, and I never had that shit because it's seven percent. Mm-hmm. All the other beers yeah. are like four to five. Yeah, Dragon Stout and um and uh for uh guinness export the foreign export but i when i checked in there was like a jamaican one a barbados one a bahamas one like every island has their yeah. own i didn't know what the twists are that's so cool but it made me super curious to see mm-hmm. like what are the other islands doing to yeah. this foreign export stat that was kind of sticky and sweet and kind of boozy for seven i do yeah. what i like is that like when you go to these places everything that they have is different yeah, from elsewhere so like if you go to like say the u.s to, if you're in north america there's not gonna be that many differences between anything for the most part especially things that are franchised yeah. for example but in jamaica kfc for example is a completely different experience like yeah. i would never eat kfc in north america ever it's disgusting to me but you have it in <laughs> jamaica and it's like this ridiculously right? well-seasoned amazing chicken like that they're marinating and spending more time on it's just so funny like so i'm not surprised like maybe in the end when it came to the guinness even everyone's like well we have to have our own it has to fit with the island or it has to fit mm. somehow so they're doing something to make it just a little bit different to feel more local, local. right yeah. but it was yeah it Which was definitely cool. definitely yeah. interesting to sort of see how, how that yeah. goes. that was a tangent that? from Meriev, which is that this oh, yeah, is yeah, the one thing that you're saying. So she went like, I want these triple delicious. And that's what I went to, which I find very interesting. I was like, you okay, cool. I like, I went full boozy. And I think because I drink liquor, so that was one, right? So that like got me into that's like why something you're I'm comfortable with. Because I drink, I'll sit and I'll pour whiskey in a glass and drink whiskey in a glass. So this feels right to me. Right. I'll drink gin on ice, stuff like that. So I feel like these boozy beers caught me in and then i was like okay cool and then i could start understanding the complexities of the beer and respecting that and that got me to like i'm surprised that i enjoy a pilsner i'm shocked that i because to me a pilsner is like such a beer 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 that tastes like beer beer that tastes like beer and i would have never thought i wanted to drink a beer that just tastes like beer i feel like you drink (laughs) everything though I drink everything now, but it oh, took me a while. But this is started from 2011 to now. It's 2020, right? So yeah, it's yeah. been a long time. But like, it is fascinating to me because before beer used to taste disgusting to me. There was yeah. no question about it. I was like, it's just this weird yellow thing that white guys love so much. And I'm just like, not for it. Unless it's a Heineken and that's like Jamaicans are drinking. Right. <laughs> that was like my whole, like I sipped beers, but then in the end I was sipping the wrong beers. Right. So to me, a Pilsner yeah. was like the Molson, freaking whatever the... It's probably what you got given. That's what I was given. So like to me, that's just so and disgusting. Tastes terrible. Yeah. And then I didn't realize that hmm. Pilsners could taste fantastic. You know, so I love that she had that because it's interesting. You just need the one thing, which is why I'm for creative styles. All of this to say yeah. is why I always push creativity because you can convert one person or many people. And that's how you grow the yeah. industry. The industry is still so, so small. And the only way that it will grow is that if we have inventive styles that grab new people and convert them into the cycle, you know, yes. we need to get them in there. So. I'm like, whatever you do, if you make a freaking milkshake that tastes like an ice cream cone that somebody's happy with, whatever gets them in so that they walk into another brewery and they feel comfortable, that's the point to me. Yeah, well said. Yeah, 100% true with that. Someone just commented here, they're saying, Samiklaus from Schloss Eggenberg. Oh, I I think I've actually had that. Mm -hmm. The most outside of the box beer I've tried recently. So close to ice wine, it's fantastic. Uh, Close to ice wine, interesting. Yeah. 
Have wow. you heard of them, Chris? Hmm. It's called Schloss Eggenberg. Are you familiar with that brewery? It looks S. Uh, if you see the words, it might be familiar. Just yeah. want to take a look at it. Interesting. Ice wine is pretty crazy. One thing that was interesting. Yeah. Go on. Sorry, bro. No, no, no. I, I was talking about uh, the, that beer in Iceland that they make with um, uh, sheep, sheep shit. Sheep shit? Have you heard about it? Yeah, smoked with cheap shit. Okay, yeah. I draw the line there, Chris. All right, that's where I'm drawing the line. Sorry, <laughs> it's, it's kind of familiar. Did you try it? Uh, I no, I wasn't able to try it, but I know it was available at Tetyaribu like uh, maybe two, three months ago, that three, must, four months ago. Must, Austrian, I just saw must it. have been expensive. Oh, it's an Austrian brewery. Okay, mm. don't do it. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I recognize that, la- that so label. So you've had I think that I've label. Had that one. So you've yeah, seen the label. 100%. Okay. Yeah. So I have that at the LCBO. Um, one of the things I was going to say, the side note, was that one thing is the most fascinating to me that the style that converts the most people is fucking this Yes, shit. and this is what I was thinking about it too. Haze mm-hmm. converts more non-beer drinkers than any other style. Arguably, I'm happy to hear other points of view, but from what I've seen, if I got someone, say Adriana, like Tiff's good friend, we were Where in. Were we? Um, we were in. Uh, what's that spot in New, New York, York that has the best ramen of all time? Oh, Momofuku. So we're in Momofuku having ramen, which is just like anyone listening to this podcast. If you want to have the best ramen, the best chain restaurant, the best chain restaurant ramen, Momofuku, because it's not even that. There's large a better one chain, right here, but but like Montreal, which is the name I can never identify, has the best ramen of all time. Yeah, Momofuku in New York that has to be the best in New York. Yeah, they were serving. Was it other half New England? It was other half uh, Green City ipa and that was all they had they had like three beers on tap and one of them was other half that's the best thing about new york mm-hmm. and then i got it she didn't get it but she looked at it she was like, oh why does it look like that yeah she's like, like why is it so like thick it. and she's like oh my god wow it's so fruity and i was yeah. like exactly yeah and but do you so see like, what happens so what happens is you have this person who's having ramen living their life this is why distribution matters and retailers and stuff like that matter they have this beer once yeah. and they're like oh this is juicy this is interesting so now they recognize the name other half so you've gotten them gotten into their like psyche that way mm. so what happens when they go to another restaurant they've trust other half now which is why they're going to get another beer from the same company or they'll even go so far if they yeah. actually end up in other half with someone who took them there. They're going to be like, ah, I know it. I feel good about this. Yeah. Uh, and I feel good about this craft beer that people talk about. This is why I think it's so, so important. And this is why I said like this is a it's so funny to me. Like, I didn't think so in the beginning, but I feel like New England's are gateway beers because yeah. they yeah. they're so juicy that they get people interested in drinking beer in general. And then it just takes itself from there. Right. It just opens mm. you up from there. Even if they're not like. Yeah. fire fire ones because you yeah. can't always take people to say Masorum. yeah because it might be they're not always going to get other half or something like that and right? other half like other half always have peel you're probably better off taking them to maybe brewski or something that have like a, a range of stuff mm-hmm. from like a dry hot pilsner and the fruited sours and some amber ales as a backup and blah 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 they have a bit of a range mm-hmm. and stuff but i just find that that specific beer and that's why it's interesting for coming back. The original point was Mary Ed's um, <laughs> drinking triple. You're saying triple IPAs is in like 10% fucking. <laughs> and what what did she typically drink before? Uh, she like she likes wine. In general, she likes drinker. white wine, red wine. Hey, I'm with you, girl. Like, it's not, not like a connoisseur thing that like she sits slowly on it and whatever. She just enjoy a good glass of wine while 
eating. Okay. But uh, I'm always drinking beers, so she's always taking a sip out of my beers and always being disappointed at the taste <laughs> like beer. Um, but uh, when she started drinking those triple IPAs and whatsoever, the very AC beers, she was like, I saw her brain kind of like dismantle and get right. built together into something else, another uh, way to see beer in general. And it was it's a cool thing to see that happening because it's probably what happened to me when I was 17 years old when I started drinking beers, uh, just being blown away by what what's happening. And I can see that from her yeah. thing but now she's like the biggest ace bro you can see now, like. <laughs> she's just trading beers Bigger than C, is that she's possible? in line she's lining up for back she has friends lining up like uh, some of her, of her girlfriends that were not into beer that much are buying two fours of uh, Canada because of that crazy. that's fucking like, crazy are you, are you for real yeah yeah, yeah 100% <laughs> oh that's like, so cool when that's I, crazy I buy when I purchase a uh, bucket for myself, I usually get two cans for me and like four for her. Wow. wow. So she's a fiend. <laughs> That's how it works. I remember, I want to say two years ago, the three of us went for beers at Pit Caribou because you guys were going to Italy. Where was I? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure, but I was bringing you the, the milk shark, the Neapolitan milk shark. And you guys yeah. took it and you drank it in Italy, which was super uh, cool. I remember that video. Yes, And yes, when yes, we cute. went to... <laughs> Uh, um, Pit Caribou. I'm pretty sure she was drinking um, wine yeah. at the time. So that's very cool to hear that because yeah. I didn't know that. Hops and Bros. Yeah. Do you know Maxime La France Bruchou says Hops and Bros. You know Maxime. <laughs> that's my coach. <laughs> and three Devil Signs. Is that Devil Signs? Is that uh, right to call it? Devil Hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, that's the metal the sign. The rock yeah. on. That's cute. I love that. Yeah. That's your coach. What, like it, your it, fitness it, coach? Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, my girlfriend's brother. Oh, Maxime's brother. Oh, hey, Maxime, you're the one doing CrossFit. Yeah. Represent. Yeah. And he says, yeah, represent. Bis- He's bis- said biscuit or biscuit or with biscuit. a donut and some cookies. Uh, crispy, crispy, <laughs> crispy, crispy, crispy. You teaching him about the? If you're having crazy. cookie, if you're having cookies and donuts, you're really gonna have to work out tomorrow morning. Yeah, fuck, I want a donut actually. Oh yeah. Oh, Tomorrow is going to be a hard one. I can already tell you guys it's going to be a hard <laughs> one. Yeah, it's going to be uh, going to be a rough one. I love that you're doing that though. It's very cool. It's important. No, it's beautiful. It's going to be a crispy out. one, right? That's the- that. That's the thing about CrossFit. You never know if you're doing it right, but you're dying at the end. It, it's right. That's how okay, it I am so. We, Craig and I were actually talking about CrossFit the other day because, like. I just don't understand how they're not hurting themselves. You know, like I was watching somebody the other day and they were just lifting. I've seen people get incredibly fit from it, but it's like, how do you, what do you go through in the beginning to make sure that you don't injure yourself? Because I watch people lifting crazy weights doing, um, what's this called again? Like a clean and jack type of thing. Yeah. So there you go. Cookies, beer and and CrossFit. (laughs) Okay, that's a new podcast. Maxime, you should start a podcast and call cookies it Cookies, Beer, beer and CrossFit. You guys should be working out whilst drinking. <laughs> do that. Um, but like, but, I see um, that and I'm like, how are you protecting your body from from hurt? Um, like, it's always built, or like you're building around yourself always. Like you're building muscle, but also 
you're pacing yourself through it. Like it, the best way to excel at any sports in general is knowing your body, but also knowing your limits. Um, you can apply that to pretty much everything in your life, but like yeah. one key thing is you leave your ego at the door. And I know that because I started doing that a year and a half ago. And I was like in not a very top shape. I was waiting 125 pounds <laughs> and eating like shit, like yeah. morning, only mornings and only evenings. Um, I wasn't really doing sports and whatsoever. Started doing that because I was becoming into that and realizing that I need to maybe get my shit together. Yeah. And now a year, a year and a half after that, like I'm 160 pounds um, eating three to four, five times a day. Holy shit, that's a lot and of times. And I also my drinking habits at the same time just to implement that into my lifestyle. It, I didn't, like, it, it didn't change my life to a point that it, it's only the only thing I'm doing, but you learn a lot from having good teachers. Uh, you need to put the techniques through it. And yes, I, like, I started with training bars instead of uh, having the big heavy stuff because, yes, you can get seriously injured if you don't work properly. Yeah. Um, but like also you don't, you don't move forward if you don't challenge yourself at the same time. And I think that's what's working with CrossFit to some point is that it's, you don't do that alone usually. So you're with yeah. a group of people and if you have a workout that's 25 to 30 minutes nonstop, then, um, I, like I did workouts that I was the only one left doing my reps and I had five people around me cheering up and counting every single reps as you're dying in front of them. And just at the end, you feel like shit, but like 15 minutes later, you're up on your feet and ready to go back home and just go on with your day. Yeah. That sounds like a fun community aspect though, which I like. Yeah. I yeah. love it. No, that's brilliant. Um, I'm yeah. never, we haven't gone this long before. The, cam- <laughs> the camera battery started flashing. And if that does, I don't know if it kills. It the cuts live. our live. I think it might cut the live. So last yeah, thing, no uh, yeah. Chris, man, it's been, this is great. This two is hours. Great. We, two we hours. should just do fun. this every single week. <laughs> right. I feel I was going to say, we should do this more often. Where can everybody Fuck. follow Hops and Bros online? Um, at Ops and Bros on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, that's where we're at. Uh, we're sharing fantastic pictures on Instagram, uh, videos every Thursdays. Uh, we're waiting on your suggestion. We're accepting all students. If you want to jump into uh, beer 101s, craft beer 101s, whatever you want to call them, learn about beer, share the love for beer. That's where we're at. That's amazing, bro. I appreciate it. Uh, stick around once we. I'm going to wrap up the audio part, and beard. then we're going to do the. Um, I know the best beard in the game. It's the best beard in the craft beer industry for sure. Yeah, it's just repping it. Repping. It's Rep just like heavy. How does it keep growing so long and just like doing its thing? It's, it's wow. It's, 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 it's I know. A, it's fascinating. It's, it's very Santa. I know. I don't it's want to scare you guys, but I, I think it, it it might be it might be leaving my face. Oh, oh gosh, let's not talk about that. That's weird. No, you what would you even relax. look like? Yeah. You, need to relax. you look eleven. You can't it, do that. <laughs> I know. I know. 
right fuck (laughs) let's wrap this up chris thank you so much guys go follow chris if you enjoyed the episode guys smash the thumbs up hit subscribe below hit the notification bell so you know when the new new drops follow us on social media at bos podcast and check out the long form audio so you can hear very attractive gentlemen like uncle chris talk about craft beer make sure you give us a five-star review and a rating it helps us a ton thank you so much for watching we'll see you in the next episode Get it in ya. Get it in ya. Hold it up, Chris. Hold it up. Yeah. Right. For a All long right. time, <laughs> when will you catch me away? <laughs> <laughs>